<laughs> Ian Bolton. I want to quit for yeah. every second that I lose from my show because of them stupid people doing their trailers. It's non-negotiable, that. A quid. Full quid. Plus VAT. Welcome to my show now, which is live and is proper, a bit of proper radio. 20th of January. It's a bit of proper radio this way. Yeah, yeah. It's proper radio what we're doing. Everyone starts like this, don't they? Yeah, yeah. We're doing proper radio now, none of that nonsense. It's always good to do proper radio. the show today 4.30 p.m. Josh Berry's in the studio talking about uh, his show Who Does He Think He Is which is at the Leicester Square Theatre wow oh, died a night there once did mate. you Ooh, Herring's podcast oh yeah oh, I remember that I remember reading about that on Twitter 14th of March he's doing it I hope he has better luck than I did Then at 5pm we have Michael Akinsalir in the studio talking about his role in, a f- in the film I Am Joseph, which is available to stream on 48's YouTube channel. Perfect. That's perfect. I did well with that name. Really then, well. The it, whole thing like, was... Uh, that's ten, that was a 10 out of 10. I mean, I don't know if I said it right, but I said all the letters. Yeah, you said the whole thing correctly. Yeah, cheers, mate. Then, at 5.30, July Namir is in the studio talking about her role in Channel 4's new six-part crime series, Baghdad Central. Yep. The Return. Okay. That's what they'll call the next series. Oh, yeah. That's good. Baghdad, Baghdad Central. Retribution. That'll be the oh, third series. Oh, that's nice, series. actually. Yeah. Baghdad Central. Tears. That's the fourth series. It goes a bit deeper. <laughs> Ian Bolton. Uh, Welcome to the show. It's Monday, the 20th of January. I hope you're doing well. First show of the year for us, this. But it's it not. is. We did, we did one we earlier. We've done on. another one earlier. Did one earlier on, mate. Good mate, one, that you was, wasn't it? hear it. The, my final show at Fubar next week. <laughs> could be. You never know. It could be, couldn't it? Yeah, it could know. be. Things could happen in Florida. Yeah, it could it? be. Um, but it was a good one. Um, but I made friends with a showbiz celebrity. Yeah, in fact, so much so that after the show, we only have an hour gap Yep. until the live show. Yep. The PR has already emailed me Saying to the show, ask... the showbiz celebrity yep, will remain nameless. asked for lameness. Ian's um, details, and, and yep. it's going to contact Ian directly. Personal details from a showbiz celebrity. I'd say showbiz legend. Yeah, who agreed that we were best friends during the interview. And I didn't I didn't provoke that, did I not? I didn't um, like go, I'll oh, say we're best friends. You, well, I mean, you were the one to bring up, I think we're best friends now, and he, you know, took a few moments on his vape to consider the situation. That's true. Uh, (laughs) And then agreed. But clearly, post-interview, really thought about it, and immediately, PR straight on to me. Please be in touch. We also talked about potentially working together. Yeah, on one of his live shows. Before you know it. That's going to happen, isn't it? He's going, give me his email address. Yeah, he's going to message you. So, I don't need this, Nat. No. Isn't that awful? That's that's like if we were going out with each other and you introduced me to one of your fit mates. Yeah. And then I went off with her. Yeah, but it's really it's bad, like that, isn't, it? isn't it? Kind of is like that. That's what I'm saying. It's like that. It's like that. It's Just not. It's not like that. It is like that. I don't think this celebrity we're talking about is one of your fit mates. 
I mean, that's by so- any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> oh, they're not not fit. Right. You mean they're not not mates? They're not, not really mate. I'm not mates with them. No. But do you know what I mean? So yeah. Fubar has introduced me. Yeah. To someone who has ultimately emancipated me from Fubar. Well, he doesn't that's know. That's how I see they it. Don't, they don't know. I don't want to reveal it. They don't know about this yet. What do you mean? The person for next week. We're not going to say who it is, are we? Who doesn't know? The person that's emancipating you. Yeah. Doesn't know that they're de-shackling you. No, but, they probably, no, but they, they're not doing it on purpose, but they probably will end up doing that because I, I think, can envisi- what are you envisage do with them? us being like showbiz friends, because real mm. friends, and work colleagues to the point where I will have a viable other option doing rather what, than doing though? the show. Going on tour, on Possibly stage with him, sing, singing, on, t- singing on stage with him. No, do you not? Stranger things have happened. I mean, they, I mean, they, fucking look at who he has on stage. I was already. actually just thinking you, you could be the dancer on stage. Could totally do that. They mate. already have one of them, so yeah. you could do that. I could do that for probably like five minutes. Do you and think? Then, then I'd have to have a sit down, but maybe that could be my hook. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe it could be. He dances for five minutes, then he's quite clearly out of breath, potentially having a heart attack, and sits down for the rest of the show. Could you be a statue? No. You think you can do that? No, I'd be too. I'd, I'd want to move. Do you know what I mean? The, the vibe would get to me. But only for five minutes. Um. Better just stand statue still, couldn't it? tap its foot though. I would probably still tap my foot at the gate. Okay, what if you were the tapping foot statue? Could do that. No one's done that before. That's the only reason why not. I was picked, we'll say that to your new friend. Can I vape? Can you vape? <laughs> I bet he does. <laughs> yeah. So. If I could vape as well, then I could probably get away with that. I mean, you can't, can, you can't do that in venues anymore. Especially not, well, on stage, you could definitely can't. I'm banned from a lot of venues anyway. You? Are you? No, vaping, I think you'd be all right. Mm, you're not allowed to vape in like pubs and things and restaurants and cafes. Yeah, but you know reasons for that? Because it's got tobacco it, in it? No, no, you legally can. Right. That, that's a, a decision made by management, that is. That's not a legal requirement. Uh, okay. You are allowed to vape indoors. Right. In a place. Because the smoking ban is you can't smoke indoors somewhere where people are working. Yeah, Because passive smoking, but that law doesn't exist for vapes. Right. What the reason for it is, or this is the reason a few years ago, but somebody told me at a venue... So the venues enforce it. The reason they don't allow va- vaping in, like, a nightclub or whatever... Mm. I'm sure they're doing some, but... The reason for that is because they, the security can't differentiate if someone's actually having a fag or, or if someone's enough, vaping or not. So if you've got like a thousand people in there, yeah, you can't properly monitor it. I think vape has a lot more smoke than a cigarette does. Yeah, I'd say that as well. But yeah. it dissipates quicker as well. Yeah. So you should be able to tell by the smoke if it's vape or a cig. You're, fl- you're flinging out some very good words today. Dissipate. I like Dissipate. that. Dissipate. Never used that before. Have you not? No. Do you know what it means? Not really. Disappears. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Evaporates very, away. Dissipates. Very good. I'm going to use that. I guess that. it's a cross between disappear and evaporate, probably. Yeah, That's probably the that history sense, of the word. That makes sense, it? makes sense. suppose it does. Um, you said you wanted to... I've got loads to talk about, but you said you wanted to talk well, about... I got your, an email. small feet, is what you said. Well, I, thought, I feel like we should... Because this email came in on the 8th of December. I feel like we should... From Andy. It's ages ago, that, mate. Yeah, but still play it out. It's on your cartwall. Very last It's on your year. cartwall, though. Dear Ian and Natalie. Mm-hmm. So it's very formal, Correct isn't it? Correct order, though. Yeah. Uh, Woomph. Yeah. Here it is. It's oh. the remix of your singing you did at the start of the show. What did we do? Well, when you play it. Oh, remember? remember? I kept singing this, it. He says, there this, it is. No, I don't remember this. There it this is. is my entry to the competition you set to win a trip to the Fubar studio and arm wrestle with Ian. I mean, did you set that up? Because I didn't. I can't rule out that I did, but I don't well, remember. Fine. Well, it. okay. Well, this is his entry. Well, you, you can't do it because this is says, almost certainly my last day in the thank, studio. <laughs> thank you for doing a lovely show. Love Andy. So I thought you should play it out. And so we what should, am I looking for? That, the cart that's got a wumph on it on your cartwheel. Wumph, it's 44 seconds it's pink. now. Yeah, it's, it's all right. Am I keeping the mics live? Yeah, keep okay, them live. Here we go. This is Andy's Andy, entry Andy for the B. arm wrestling competition. With Ian. In the studio in where studio, I, I won't be working after today. <laughs> Let the dogs out. 
dogs out. That's nice, I think. That's very nice, Andy. Lovely, that is. They're really well um, put together. Now, what I'll say, what yep. your creativity, two things. First up, you've clearly broke contract, uh, copyright law because he's ripped that. I mean, we've done that before on the show with well, Cupcake we can and do it. We can do that, but the general public can't. They can't rip this show for their own nefarious oh, means. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. That's done so, that, yeah. legally, that's touch and go. However, what I'll say in a more gracious way is you've edited that um, like uncannily close to me having sex. Like that's very what? close to how I sound. I can't believe I want to hear it again, but it's, I do. It's really close. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this. Like, can I go forward? No, not on that bit. Okay, not on. Not on the cartwheel. Come on now. Keep listening. <laughs> Get ready. Not that. Don't do that. That bit. A bit. This bit now. Not that. I do say that Listen, listen. Oh, God. That's what you sound like. Yeah, I can't get a rhythm going. Do you know what I mean? Why? You can see that. You can, you can hear from that that it's yeah. like someone trying, but they can't, they can't like, get into the rhythm of it. It's why I insist on going on the bottom. You insist on it now, yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah. I've told you before, my elbows can't stand it. And you, I know you've said a lot of times, you know, your elbows, you've got weak to. elbows, you have to be I'm on the bottom. I've not got weak elbows, I just can't hold my own weight for any length of time. It, so that doesn't mean that you have to be on the bottom, though. I'd have to just literally There's be other full things. weight on top of you. And some people would like that, some people wouldn't. But, yeah, full weight on top of you, where I just sort of writhe about. And because of the shape of my body as well, full weight on top wouldn't necessarily fit. Do you know what I mean? What, into the, the... The technicalities of that of... would be like tummy sort of can't get the momentum can't get the the angle right right so you wouldn't be getting the full treat the, you wouldn't get the full truncheon treat because the full truncheon treat because i'd Jesus. be essentially by my own girth not, i mean my body girth not my penile girth <laughs> yeah, i would essentially yeah, yeah. be stopping myself from full pe- penetration it's honestly for the best for you everyone could do something around. else you don't have to it's not all top or bottom what do you mean, like arse? Well, other things. No, no, not arse. That's not what I mean. That's not. There's what other sort of positions stuff? that you could do. Stick it in your ear or something. Yes, it's that, exactly. You could put it in your ear. Just other watch things. Wipe it on. on your face. That yeah, sort of thing. Why not? Lovely. That's lovely. I know there's other positions now, but again, that, well, it's not just uh, what we're trying to avoid here. And I'm, I sw- I'm not being lazy. I'm really not being lazy. I'm, mm. I'm actually thinking of the pleasure of the person I'm with. Mm-mm. It's not about me. This. No, that's nice. That's nice for you to it's, say. It's actually. really not. So it's just like, however, I can accommodate the pleasure, the increased pleasure in the other person. Yeah. Let's do that. Don't have me wriggling about trying to trying to make you happy with my limited equipment oh, when God. you could probably get yourself off by using me. Do you know what I mean? God, I wish I had a vape because I do what that person does next week in pauses. I'd just have a big swig on a vape. Yeah, I can do it if you want. I'll just yeah. Do it. There you go. That's what he did. Um, Parapod. Again, ideally, ideally as well, in the sex situation, I would like to still use my vape as well, if, if possible. Oh, are you, are you, you are joking. <coughs> no, not at all. Jesus Christ. You so you're lying on the bottom and you're vaping away. Have you never been in a sex situation where a gentleman, right, has put his face in your holiest of holies? I don't know how it goes about. I don't know what you've done in your life, but say they're doing that, right? Yeah. You loll back on the bed. Yeah. Right? And he's vaping down there. No, Le- no, that hasn't no, happened. No, you're not listening to what I'm saying to you. Right. You lay back, legs Kimbo. He's braving his life, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but doing his best. Quite a nice, pleasurable feeling. I think you'll agree. I presume it is for a lady. Yes, I presume yes, it's nice, not yeah. dissimilar to what it feels like for a man. No, no. Right? Have you never, at that point, like, 
had a fight gone on something. I can honestly say, I, I can honestly say, I have not. Imagine looking but up and saying, it's not, Jesus It's not Christ. a necessity for me, but I have in my sexual history definitely had a fag on when I've been... Are you joking? Related. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I'm actually... I can't <laughs> no, I believe am. it. Why? I don't think you're messing either. I'm not. I'm deadly serious. You've been smoking a fag you've yeah, been... Yeah, but not like... I've not like secretly got it out. <laughs> Just I don't know if that makes she it... She won't notice. I think that makes it... I don't know if that's better or worse. So you're there like, Have you never like... been like... If you, if you, if you had, a, had a cigarette in your life? I have had a cigarette right. in my life, yes. So if you've never like, been having a cigarette, right? Yeah. So if you're, just having, if you're already having a cigarette, I'm not, I don't smoke, I vape, but, but yeah, in, in yeah, time but, I've yeah. had a cigarette in my life. Sure. If you're having a cigarette, right? Yeah. And then your significant other or whoever you happen to be yeah, hooked yeah. up with at the time, just goes, I'm, I'm doing it now. Just to, to do it. Now, what you go? No, hang on, I pop my fag out. That's, I mean, some, that's more common. <laughs> I don't know that it is. <laughs> no, it definitely is. It's like, don't go down on me till I pop my fag out. That's more common. I don't think you actually need to say those words, it's but I think impulsive. you can just do it. It's more impulsive and more like, oh, gosh, oh. Oh, he's doing that. Oh, she's doing that. Oh, I'm going to finish my fag. They probably smoke it. Don't even half finish it. Why right do people down to the smoke? Tip. Why do they do it? Why do they smoke? Yeah. It's a habit, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, but what's the re- what, what would they say? If you spoke to a smoker now... And I like something in my hand. No, they wouldn't say that, I don't think. I think if we went outside and spoke to the smokers outside, yeah. said, why are you having a cigarette now? Yeah. They'd, what would they say? Because I want one. No, it'd be like, it's just a relaxing thing. After yeah, work, a nice relaxing break, thing. Then, there you go. Gone so na- to the pub, have yeah. a cigarette. So also a nice relaxing thing would be for your significant other or whoever you're hooked up with to do all that. What? I don't know what I'm saying so wrong here. No, I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. I, the post-coital cigarette is obviously, you know, reference there you go. is a thing, isn't it? There, there you is go. A, is a... So post do we have a rule of no touching because I'm having a cig? No, but it... I th- well, there we no. go. There we are. So why does the rule not apply afterwards but does it apply before? I don't understand. Right, okay. I mean, I'm surprised you're just not having one on the bottom as well. You could easily why just have so a cig abhorrent? on the bottom. No, I don't want to burn anyone. But why is oh, it so okay. abhorrent? For... It's unusual, I'm going to say. I, I would say it would be unusual if it was something you were doing sneaky. Like, if you were around the back of someone, or they, you know, or they were around the yeah, back of yeah. you even, and you were, like, sneakily having a cigarette, I would say that's weird. be like having chips over someone's shoulder. Do you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. Then, have you ever eaten, then? It makes me think you probably have had some chips doing sex. No, I don't think I have. No. don't think you have. You can't even well, rule no, it out. No, I can't. I've done loads of sex in my life. But what <laughs> I'm... <laughs> Surely you haven't eaten chips during it. No, but did I not tell you about... I think it might have been on Peacock and Gumball that I tell people this, but it genuinely happened. Okay. I was going out with a girl, this is many, many years ago, yeah. who had this fetish about eating chow mein off my cock. I've, I, this was on a show that was here, but I don't know, I probably wasn't there. Yeah, that uh, was a real thing, so that was like... But I wasn't. I, but I didn't have any of it. I think I blanked <laughs> this out because I, I didn't know what to think at the time, but it was specifically chow mein, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't even remember if we did it. In my memory, I think we did, like, one like time. Would, it feels like something you would have gone like we'll just try and see how I, I wasn't enamoured with it as an idea at <laughs> all I know that another last Why many Charmaine? years ago but about 18 or 19 or something um, went through a period of uh, doing it oral stuff with cream what sort of cream just like cream squirty like, cream or no, like hand no, no, cream no, no no like edible cream like cream you put on strawberries yeah but not squirty just like liquid cream well, and she, she did that. Maybe that was the taste to me. Maybe she you don't taste very nice. Maybe it was that, yeah. <laughs> We're disguising the taste. What would cream help? It can't work, could it? It's like... Imagine if you said, yeah, um, I, I don't mind doing that as long as I can bathe it in Worcester sauce before you exactly, start. Yeah. Just pour some ketchup on it first. Do you eat a lot of asparagus before sex? No, no, no. Because that could do it. I'm a clean man. It wasn't... doesn't mean you're not clean. Asparagus is yeah, very no, tasty. I don't, but... think it was, I don't think it was that. 
I'm her. confident, in fact, it wasn't, it wasn't that. It was just a sort of sexy thing that she come up with. Well, Andy B, if you are the lucky person that comes to the studio in Arm Wrestle Ian, this is the kind of thing that you will be getting in discussion I'm leaving, with. I'm leaving, so no so that's I'm wrestling nobody. I mean, I can't believe you said about art because, oh, you think you're good at arm wrestling, don't you? No, I'm awful. So why would you have brought that up? I don't, I don't understand. Think I would. I'm not a good arm wrestler, so I've got mm. kind of odd shaped arms. Arm wrestling's all about well, leverage. Vegas is very good at arm wrestling. Is he? Yeah. Have you I arm wrestled Johnny Vegas? No. no, I don't think I, I feel have. like I could see that from the times he's been at. He's, he's, he's quite. I feel like he could hold his own in arm he's wrestling. He's not stronger than me. Like, mm, fi- no, it seems like No, he he's is. definitely not. not. He's not physically stronger than me in terms okay. of like. How robust we are, but I think the leverage he, he can do. And he used to do it on stage quite a lot, where he'd arm oh. wrestle people and it surprised people. So I don't think he's actually strong. Mm. Like, I don't think he could go like you do when you run around London. Yeah. I don't think he could pick up buses and stuff. Yeah, but I, I guess he just has the technique of arm wrestling done quite well. I think. I think if I felt like Johnny could beat either of us in an arm wrestle, I, I, I wouldn't doubt I it. But like... he wouldn't beat me in a fight. Oh, I think what really? No, no chance. No chance. I just, hmm. what nah. it, what? I've not had a fight for many years, but I like a fight, mate, mate. Okay. Well. Proper fighter. Come to the studio and have a fight with Ian. Well, I can't because I'm leaving. <laughs> um, do you not want to talk about the parapod? I do in a minute. Well, we can if you want to. I'm not. Are like, you going to pop something on? We do. Parapodded out, really. No, come on, you're not. No, I really am. So you haven't talked about it on this. Well, you haven't been here, so. What but, did we say? What do you want to ask me? Well, you had. Inter- well, quick interview with Ian about the parapod. Okay, so the parapod premiere was. Which, screening. First hard, ever screening. It's hard to say that as well. Parapod premiere. Just say first um, ever screening. First ever screening yeah. at the uh, Regal Prince Charles. <laughs> It's not called the Regal Prince Charles. <laughs> no, no, Prince the Charles Royal Regal Cinema. Prince Charles Cinema yeah. in London's glitzy Leicester Square. Glittering, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, was a, what, a few weeks ago now, is it? Not, not two weeks, two weeks ago. Sixth, wasn't it? Or seventh, yeah. something like that. Um, it appeared to go very well. I saw you popped a jacket on. It appeared to go very well, did it? From all, well, I wasn't there. I, wasn't, I didn't get invited, did could I? Have, so I, I wouldn't you know. could have come. Mm. But the you, uh, <laughs> popped on a blazer for the evening, I saw. I always wear a jacket for yeah. formal events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'll do. I'll keep my jeans and Still got your hat on, so it's beanie on. Um, Barry, I think that the, the thingy, the mind awards. Yeah, Barry was uh, in a tux, I yeah. believe. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, saw, I think I was at James Harkin that I saw from our good friends of the show. No yeah, such no, thing as a fish. Yeah, he came down. I saw him tweeting about it. I think good. I saw you retweeting about it, and yeah. it seemed to tell us about the evening. So is that, is that our celebrity that we had, James Harkin from No Such Thing as hey, a Fish? Hey, QI is a big show. That's true. Herring came as well. Oh, did he? I didn't see her. Vegas cried off last minute because he had a bad cold. Uh, but he did call me relentlessly the day before. Right. Um, Sound like he had a cold? Andy Smart came. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Friend of the show, Andy Rob Smart. Rouse. Rob Rouse. Rob yep, John yep. as well from Big and Death. That's yes. Big and Death. Oh, yeah, I think I saw years. a photo with the three of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how did the evening go for you? It went very well. I was very poorly, though. I'd, I'd oh, yeah. been signed out of hospital the yeah. day before. Is that? Do we know, all know about that? About kidney stones. Yeah, know about your kidney stones. I've had kidney stones before. Yeah, I have, yeah. Just couldn't have been timed worse. Had an attack on the Saturday. Was in hospital Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, came out on the Monday, went down to London, did the premiere on the Tuesday, on the drive back from the premiere on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. First screening, whatever. Oh, um, forget it is a premiere. Let's call it the premiere. Why don't call it the premiere? Because it's not meant to because of festivals. Because uh, uh, festivals want to say that they've got the premiere Can don't like it. it. It's that sort of thing. Right, yeah. Um, then Wednesday, five minutes from my house. Yep. Really bad kidney stone attack again. Rushed straight into hospital. Kept in that night. Ne- they decided next day to give me an operation for mm. kidney stones. Mm-hmm. Had another attack on Thursday afternoon and um, Thursday evening past the stone yeah because you called me and were like I've just passed it yeah yeah told those people yeah and uh, some, uh, some Friday they said oh you don't need to have the operation because we're right. happy that that's the stone out here and stuff but it was a pretty horrendous week that yeah it, it, was, it was a roller coaster week because it was 
you had the high of the screening, mm. which I didn't fully feel because I was struggling. Like did I, you I watch it? Well. Because yeah, yeah. So you sat, watched, and did Barry there. as well? Yeah, we sat on the back, on the back How row. How does that... I mean, Me and Dodd's on the back row. Because there are obviously lots of people that you see or interviewed who says, like, I can't actually watch anything that I'm in. Well, I've directed it. I've had to watch it know, a thousand times. It could be that you go, actually, I don't want to watch it again, or I've seen it, or I don't want to watch it around um, people. I didn't want to watch it again, but I did. I was interested to see the reaction for the first ever audience of yeah. it. I was interested how, to, how was to see. Reaction? It was fantastic, amazing. Yeah. But, uh, um, you know, people clap at films. Yeah. So it was, it was that sort of thing. That's so nice, it yeah. was really good. But we decided, in an ideal world, the first time I saw it in a cinema, I'd sit in good seats in the cinema to watch it properly. Mm. And I couldn't. I sat on the back row. That's all right. Prince Charles. No, it's still, like, quite far away. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, because we didn't, we didn't want to be sat in the audience with there being any possibility of people watching the film, watching me and Barry on the in the film, mm. and then... Being able to look at us. Yeah, that's why it's best for you to be on the background. Yeah, it totally is. But it's because it, I would do that. I'd be yeah, watching the person a watching. Slight the disappointment film. to sort of go. I'd quite like to watch it, even if we had a cinema where only I was in it, or only me and Dodds were in it. Oh, okay. Just right. to get the opportunities to see it. Yeah, yeah. And then go right. Okay, now now I don't mind sitting on the back row because I've seen it now in its prime position. I know what to do. Yeah. Uh, your new best friend. <laughs> yeah. Now he's well known. Yeah. I'm pretty sure in his local area, which is not in London, not he's in the not south. Cin- he's not cinema connected, though. Mm, you don't know that, though. He might just call up his local Odeon and be like, can I just say, hey, hey, it's just this person. An Odeon. It just doesn't work that way now. No, but for him, you could just say, look, it's me. Well, we'll see. This is frustrating Private conversation, screening. isn't it, for people, because they don't know who it is. But what I will say is that that week should have been more enjoyable than it was. Yeah, of course. And was dominated by health issues, which mm. is, what can you do? Now I can do about that. But... Um, even the after show party and stuff because I was at the Grouch show was just like I would love to see you in the Grouch how was that? it was fine but you see I'm just walking around with a bottle of water because I couldn't yeah, drink yeah. I couldn't really eat um, I had an awful night like after I think I left there at one and then went back to the hotel and just had an awful night of pain yeah. and you know and discomfort and stuff didn't really sleep very much and then be- before I'd even got home on my way back, I thought, right, I can just have a switch off and relax. I was planning to watch The Muppets. Uh, In my head, I was going, I'm going to get on the sofa, get on the Reduva, just watch, like, old Muppet shows. Yeah, yeah. And just have a bit of a comfort afternoon. Just didn't even get, you know, didn't get to go home even, or sleep in my own bed. It was, yeah, pretty horrible, but... That is bad, but something's going around my head. Is Barry a member of the Groucho? No. I was trying to work out who it was, because I'm like, you're not either, no, I know that, no, so you've no. hired... Okay. It's the producer hired out. It's just the hired nice. room, it's the Mary Lou room yeah, yeah. in the Groucho. Wouldn't be my environment of choice, but it was just that special night. So the yeah, that's nice. It's glitzy, in there, didn't they? It's not glitzy. Have you ever been in there? Yeah, I have. Yeah, it's not glitzy at all. It's nice. It's bohemian. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's quite nice in there. I would say. Yeah, needs a population transplant, but other than that, it's absolutely it's got piano, lovely. Piano, isn't it? It's got piano. So, any further questions? No, that's it. I think we've, we've that's covered it, that. Is it? That's the promo of my movie. Well, what do you want? Okay. I'm asking you how it went. You've deviated onto how your it kidney really stones well. are. You don't want to talk no, about I'm that. I'm just telling you that's how I felt that week. Okay. It was it was an unfortunate week. It was badly timed, really. Yeah. But it still got out there. It got a great response. It's going on to tour now. Yeah, it's going on to tour. And I saw, actually, through your Twitter, that since then, since you're all, like, famous film star director, yes. like, you're being papped now. Yes, got papped at the Robin, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's just it's the, the new life, life for I you, have. isn't it? Yeah, I mean, actually, when you think about it, the new life for you—you're being papped, you're making friends with showbiz legends. It's yeah. all happening, isn't it? Does it feels like the stars are aligning? Yeah, it? yeah. What better way to celebrate than with green jelly, three little pigs? <laughs> <laughs> Your house.
I feel like this song's too long. They made their point. Yeah, I was enjoying it, but it's six minutes long. Yeah. Um, I'm joined in the studio now by Josh Berry. Hello, man. Hello. And I've got Barry Dodds on the phone. Barry. I now have a conflict of interest. Quickie with Barry. Hey there, Barry. Hi. Hi, Barry. I've got a conflict Hi, of interest, mate, because I've got Josh Berry in the studio, who's a guest. Yeah. Got you on the phone, who's also technically a guest now. He was texting me as well, Barry, but what's You've in the You've just been Groucho? texting us both. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, it's all right. I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin Josh's moment, so I'll, uh, I'll I'll let you talk to him. Can you um, wait? Can oh, you wait wow. half an hour, Barry? Just hang on uh, the phone. Not really. I've I've got to go and do this charity gig. I was just oh, bringing it in doing okay. that okay. So I'll I'll look do at, it quick. Look at what's if it's for charity. Look at what's going on here now. Yeah, he's totally doing that. He's totally going. Oh well, I'd love to come on later, but I've got to do a charity gig. Which charity I'm... is it for, Barry? Well, it's not a proper one. Yeah, yeah. A couple of people were in a car accident, and um, we're having a it's a fundraiser for them. Mm. So what? Pop down, pop down to that tonight if you want to come along. Canal House, Nottingham, where we do the Parapod live shows. So come to that if you want to see what who's, that room looks like with who, no people in it. <laughs> who's had a car crash? It's a couple of comedians. Oh, right. What? What? And now, what, they get a fundraiser for that? Yeah. What, Did you organise it? Wheelchairs or something? What's happened no. to them? It can't be that bad. One of them won a gong show last night, so... <laughs> so why are you doing a charity show for him? <laughs> I just got asked. No, fair enough. I say, fair. I say yes to things. But not, no, actually, no, my question isn't why are you doing it? Why are they, why are they having more? I was in hospital all week last week with kidney stones. Why are why you not doing a charity show for me? I'll tell Peter Fox. Maybe he can put one on for you. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> if you could, please. Barry. I'll have a word. Have Barry. you been listening to the show, mate? I have. Okay. Um, did you, did, do you think everything was covered about the Parapod movie then? Um, yeah. Oh, Have you nothing. got anything to say about it? Nothing? It was, uh, it was a great night. It was brilliant. It was um, just when Nat was asking what the Groucho was like. Yeah, I, yeah. I promised somebody had drawn a cock and balls on the wall in the toilet. Because right. that's all Barry texted me. Like, Not what, me. I was unsure I mean, it's, what it's, it meant. It's quite plausible that, that that was Dodds that did that. Cock and balls right, on the no, wall of the Groucho. That's a text from Barry. Yeah. But right, Barry. It's on the wall. Barry. Okay. Yeah. Just very, just quietly. Um, when we're doing PR for this movie, you've got to sound more enthusiastic about it than this. You can't just go, yeah, it was all right. He said it was fantastic. I, know. I, I, I just feel bad for Josh. Josh, all, oh, Josh all I'm going to talk to Josh about is the Parapod movie anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right. Barry, you look really good in your tux, all dressed Thanks, up. Nat. Yeah. Thank you. That's very kind of you. Um, uh-huh. This uh, is why we can't yeah. get on this morning. This is the issue. Well, we're, we're this is why we can't entries. promote this film because they know that he'll just sit there going, thanks. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Josh, have you, have you ever seen a ghost? Uh, no, not yet. Oh, why? Oh. Why do you ask? What, what are you leading to with that question? Um, it's just because I'm into ghosts and um, like the paranormal <laughs> and things, and, and <laughs> I, was, I was I was just trying to get you involved, if I'm honest. Josh, oh, but thanks. Thanks. No, but Barry, you missed thanks, a PR mate. opportunity. Mr. Mr. Charity, to, you could have said Charity. to Josh because my new film that's out is all about the paranormal and involves ghosts because otherwise she's right you she's right Barry you missed, a, you missed the opportunity Barry she is right what, what no. you work in PR Barry <laughs> Clearly is that not. right uh, no no <laughs> what do you do well, Barry who are you <laughs> mate that, that, that's a question a lot of people are going to ask this year <laughs> isn't it yeah so yeah um, I'm, I'm no one I, I oh, mean, oh, come man. on, Barry. Your new film's on. out. You're a comedian. You're doing a gig tonight. You've got a film mm. out with Ian, the Parapod, the movie. I'm, you're raising I'm, money I'm for a... charity. Yeah. Mm. Sounds hooky to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> I, I agree. Sounds like mm. a tax dodge or something to me. <laughs> have, they had a, have they had a car crash or have they got the tax bill? <laughs> 
what's actually happened here. Because <laughs> I can also say, by the way, that's another reason I'd like a charity gig. Thank you. <laughs> oh, dear. I mean, look, I feel I feel terrible on the phone. And, yeah, you know, I've done a shit job of plugging this night tonight. True. I've, yeah. I've done a shit job of plugging the film. True. And I'm taking true. up Josh's time that he's yeah. travelled for. That's true. So you mm. go and have, have a chat with him. And I'll, I'll speak to you later. All right. Well, you're gonna have a chat with yourself, mate. <laughs> right, I will. And also, can I can I also just um, point out to you that I sent you a message earlier on. Do you remember what it was? Um, what about tech? Yeah. What What did yeah, I send to you? I've got to do all the tech for the for the cinema thing. Yeah, and you said okay. Yeah. As if I've genuinely put you down as the tech contact. I could do that. What What format is the film in? Sixteen What? Just a guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you can't do it, mate. <laughs> what, do- what Dolby is the sound in? Uh, Atmos? Nope. <laughs> oh, no, it's, fi- it's 5.0. Nope, no such thing as 5.0, but go on. Why did you send that text then? Because it was a joke. I was saying, I've put you down as the tech contact because you'd be the worst person to put down as the tech contact. All right, well, if you, send, if you send me the deal, I'll happily do the admin. Right, it's, it's, in, <laughs> it's in DCP file and it's a bit Dolby 7. All right, yeah, not a problem. All right, mate. This is a new cheerful Sorry. Barry. He's very he is, this he? year, isn't he? He's coming all positive. Or, or maybe he's had a breakdown. Wow. <laughs> I, I haven't um, met Barry before, but the latter sounds more like... That's Josh, yeah, yeah, that's Josh that Barry, whose interview you've yeah, ruined. Yeah. Uh, highly possible, highly <laughs> possible. Well, uh, and Josh, nice to meet you briefly, Josh, and... And uh, oh oh shit! Song request. Um, can I have that Ponty song on when you've finished chatting? Um, you know which one? I do what, know what one. The one. Jar Wobble. Yeah, 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 of course, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that really, fanfare really for Fenomenia. You mean featuring Bill Lasley? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Barry. Do, do you mean um, fanfare for Fenomenia? <laughs> that's the one. Yeah, of course, can do that, mate. No problem. Funnily enough, that is lined up actually. <laughs> All right, mate. Have a good charity gig. See you later. Get us some rest. See you in a bit. Drop. He sounds like he needs a charity gig, Barry actually. Dodds, he does, he, yeah. really? Who is um, Barry? That is, he's no a idea. He's Barry Dodds. Look him no up. Idea. Look up I Barry Dodds. I will look him up. No clue. I feel like I don't know who that is. He's just cu- he calls the show pretty much every week, and I've never actually <laughs> met him. He's no. his, um, Somehow they've uh, done a comedian. film with him. Okay. okay. He's, like, he's like decently known as a comic right, on the right. circuit and stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I did stroke do a podcast with him, and we've made a movie of the podcast. Oh, wow. Um, but he's a. Uh, that's, that was a pretty accurate representation of him. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That sort of stuff. But that's not what we're here to talk no. about. We're here to talk about who no. do you think he is, which is your... Is it a tour or is it just... It's, sh- it's last year's Edinburgh show. Okay. I might tour in the autumn of okay. doing the new show. But yeah, yeah, this is just... That's cool yeah. then. And what? so what's the... So it's Les Square Theatre, this one, yeah. on the 14th of March. Yeah, you said you died there on the... Uh, the no, Rimilis I didn't. Did you not die? What happened? No, I didn't die at all. There was a... Um, again, this is just eat into your interview, this... Uh, there was a. It was a relatively infamous, re- re- list of, however he says it. Realistable, yeah. Yeah, it's stupid, isn't it? Um, <laughs> uh, where there was uh, two people in the audience who were quite angry with me, oh, and really? I um, sort of silenced it. <laughs> it was a heckle situation. Oh, I see. Okay, okay, okay. That then became the whole show. Right. Um, and then it went into very dark places in the conversation that me and Rich were having. So it was, um, yeah. For for a long while there, it was the most 
listened to, downloaded right. Richard's show wow. that, that there was ever. But when, when Richard came on the show, you talked about it on air as well. And what we did a little bit, night. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. what happened, because it was two ladies who were basically calling out sexism at one point. Right, with right. no With no foundation at all, right. ultimately. And because I was listening to the conversation, I could go, no, well, what did I say? And they, they couldn't say. They just went, yeah. do you think you are? And it's like, you can't... You can't say that without a foundation. What yeah, did I yeah. say in this interview that was sexist? And then there wasn't anything. It just wasn't not even something that could be misconstrued. Mm. Um, but what then ultimately happened? What me and Rich talked about on this show was, was what ultimately happened was people who are on the other side of that. The, I think they call themselves Meninists, I believe. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. So they start championing my side, and I'm like, oh, no, fuck man. off. That's not. Th- this wasn't about <laughs> feminism or men or women or anything like that. This was about two cunts. <laughs> Acting like cunts. That, yeah, that's what you yeah. know. That's what was actually going on. It was nothing to do with their gender or yeah, sex, yeah. whatever. So it was quite an interesting thing to experience in the eye of the storm. Yes, I'm just going. No, I don't want you as part of my gang. I'm not part of your gang. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm a part of the other gang. No, I'm not part of any gang here. This was just me dealing with the with rude people. Right, that's all right. that happened. So yeah, it was just that. Um, so thanks for coming in. Glad to find some Interview Barry. Interview me. Yeah. Josh, um, Josh was here. If anything, Decent Josh, audition. Josh was the presenter <laughs> in anything yeah. in this bit. Yeah. Decent yeah. audition. Yeah. Um, so what is the show? So what, what, what did you do in Edinburgh first of it's, all? Uh, is it the same, exactly the same show? So, I mean, some of it's sort of out of date now, unfortunately, because okay. it was sort of uh, politically stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of impressions, so it's like... Uh, okay. Doing why'd you do topical. that? Why? Yeah, uh, just um, that wasn't confrontational. No. <laughs> like genuine. That's a genuine question. Why? Why do, why do I do impressions? Yeah, yeah. Just a lack of comic skill, really. No, no, um, I'm, not, I'm honestly not saying it as a slight. Why? Why did that? So you're a stand-up. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So why why is that incorporated into your I was rights? I was an impressionist first, I think. Right, okay, so I've yeah, done yeah, them yeah. since I was really young. And yeah. then I started doing stand-up with it. So okay. I would consider myself a stand-up, but like, yeah, it's sort of embedded in. It's not. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's comedy with impressions rather yeah. than these are impressions for an hour. I yeah. think lots of comics can do impressions. Right, yeah. There's so like, many people like uh, Catherine Ryan is brilliant. Yeah. Frankie Boyle's got yeah. great facility of voices. Yeah, loads, loads of people can, for sure. Was that something you did as a child? Yeah, I did. I did. I used to... The first one I'd learned, I was about 13, and I could do... It was right before my voice broke. And right, I could okay. do Johnny Vegas just going like... Right, okay. okay like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, but... I mean, right yeah. before your voice broke. Yes, and then yeah, you yeah. And then afterwards. I rediscovered it. Oh, I couldn't do it afterwards <laughs> for a bit, as you know, the sort of uh, you know adolescent voice thing. Yeah. And now I've sort of rediscovered that that horsey, you know, sort of. Johnny did, Vegas he did, voice. did you see that? He did a little sneaky Jimmy Savile Just, in the middle. Yeah, of he got that. a little Jimmy Savile there. Yeah. <laughs> it's brilliant. That, that was actually impressive. Very. It's an easy one to do, actually. You know, when you can't fucking do them anymore. You know, when you said that some of them you won't be doing in this show because they're dated. Well, that one's dated very badly. Prince Andrew's gone. Michael Jackson's gone. All of them. Mm. So how do how do you incorporate that within to your stand up when you're thrown down as a stand up? What what is your like? Because my thing with that would always be, oh, this feels very forced. Yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, that's such a. How would you combat that? I mean, a, a fair amount of it's sketch. So I feel like okay. when when you set it up as a sketch, just like you know, this is how it is. And I do a lot of characters with that as well. So it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it seems a bit less artificial because you're literally saying, you know, this is contrived. Here's a contrived scenario, and, yeah. and this is what it's like. But often it's just in the act out. I'd say, you know, so. Yeah. Or uh, or commenting on events that have happened and and, and using voices through that. But so your material is, is it topical anyway? Yeah, more. Or I mean, yeah. I mean, some of it's silly and stupid. But yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be 
uh, parody for, first and foremost yeah. I would say yeah and was it yeah. your first Edinburgh was it, your first it was the second one yeah my okay. second one which uh, which is good it was better than the first one there were people seemed to be less miserable leaving well that's the way to go in it yeah. <laughs> it's far worse if it's the other way around I ended up with a very just yeah just uh, not the, the first year sold well but it was not it was not a fun month because I just had an for audience I didn't, yeah I didn't just I didn't really want the audience I had they were very dour and miserable so was that because so did that then force you to reappraise what you were doing was that was, was that then because I, I, I get that from the yeah. fringe I understand that yeah. idea at the fringe that if you feel like your show's not landing that you could then start going oh I've done this show wrong and now I'm here mm-hmm. I mean I've not, I've not I never had that I don't think like that I don't think I ever in any any fringe show I did felt oh I've done this wrong mm. but but I, I saw it mm. happening and I get it and it's mm. an awful situation because you're like I've worked really hard on this yeah. and I've got it wrong and it's not working but I'm here now I can't mm. just rewrite my show now yeah. although some do some do do that but I, think, I think the issue is that I had a the people that came to watch my show were maybe 30 years older than they needed to be to okay. like it so okay. all the references were for younger people right, I was okay. also a bit you know you're not as good when you start are you? that's true <laughs> but, but, but you can have a, a raw energy thing you know like mm, people mm, mm. often at the fringe as well will make allowances for that they'll just sort of go well yeah, I, I can see yeah. that they're raw and I can see but there's something inherently entertaining about them and I can see that they're going to be brilliant in 10 years time or whatever mm. and you know you sort of then you get a feeling of like oh, I've discovered someone this is you know this is they're going to be huge this but you talked about that with um, Scottish guy Daniel Sloss when he came in didn't you with, in what respect in, at the Edinburgh Fringe you could see a rawness and you could kind of see him being a little kid at the Fringe when, and, when did he start yeah, but Sloss was like about 2001 maybe something like okay. that maybe a little bit later mm. but the thing with Sloss was that the 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 difference with with Sloss is Sloss kind of arrived fully formed. Right, Do you know what okay. I mean? There, there was mm. some, he had a slickness to him, which I found quite disconcerting. I didn't really like it because mm. it felt like a boy band com- com- comedian. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And I think as time progressed, as he matured both as a human being and as a performer, more importantly, I think he lost that the slickness of it, right. and it became far more. I believed in them. Yeah. You know, as he got a bit more life experience and stuff, mm. even though he plays up his arrogance and stuff, I, I believed him more mm-hmm. than when he was like fucking. He'd learned his lines. Right, Do you okay. know what I mean? I think yeah, it, it feels like the older you get, the more believable you become in some ways. Yeah, I've, I've, you know, like growing into a comic persona. I was having a chat with a mate the other day, and he was saying that like no one cares as a stand-up what you say until you get to like 34, 35. <laughs> do you think that's true? But do you think that's still true? I think maybe your peers don't. So maybe people who work in the com- comedy industry mm. as performers mm. will be like, you kids, you don't know what you're fucking on about. Yeah, you, you know, yeah. Wait till you're my age, then you'll know, then you'll have something to talk about. Right. And I get, I do get that and relate to that, but that might be also something that just comes with age and bitterness and shit. But, <laughs> but I also think there is a weight of truth to that and that's been a truism within comedy since time dot you know that all the old school comics would have said that as well mm. they'd have gone you know nothing till you're 40 mm. and and if you're talking about life then you, you, you've got nothing to say the other counter argument to that is a kid has still got something to say it's just about being a kid right 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 right, you know what right. I mean? so it might yeah. be relatable to much older generations sure but they've still got something to say remember you and mcgregor saying that thing once where they said that Somebody said something about the only people that like Oasis are thirteen-year-old girls, and, and you and McGregor said, "When are we discounting the opinions of thirteen-year-old girls? Yeah. Why, why is yeah, that yeah, not right, important? Yeah. Yeah, right, I mean, it's, right. it's an insult. Yeah, you know I mean, but society seems to look at it that way. I mean, like Greta Thunberg is probably the best example I can think of of that mm. being the case, right? Like, if she wasn't a young sixteen-year-old girl uh, with 
autism. I believe yeah. I, she would get way less shit than she than she gets. I think. But like probably. I mean, there's no way of quantifying that because we don't know, do we? No, right, right. not. But no, but her age definitely, in that respect, counts against her. Because people are like, "Well, what does she know? She's 16." Um, no, I well, I, no, I don't think that. I do don't you? think that it's her age that counts against her, or her gender, or her uh, autism. It's Asperger's. I think it's Asperger's. Oh, sorry, Asperger's. Yeah. But, but Asperger's yeah. is autism. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't think it's that. Mm. I think all that does is give her opposition something to strike her with. Right. So, mm. so then they go, "Well, you're just a kid." Mm. But I think if she was an adult man. Because she's saying something that's opposed to the status quo, they'd still be going, sure, what are you fucking talking about? Climate change doesn't exist. You're talking yeah. fucking shit. There would still be the opposition, but because of those things, she, so I, I'm, I don't know that she, we don't know, that mm-hmm. she would get more, mm-hmm. but it's certainly things that aren't bad points are used against her. Yeah, right, right, I mean? right. Yeah, 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 Which yeah, is abhorrent yeah. In, in anyone. To use something against someone that's either an achievement or is just who they are, be that the colour of their skin, what they look like, their weight, whatever it, whatever it is mm. that you use, it's still an abhorrent and also a very flawed counter-argument because right, it's got right. nothing to do with what they're fucking saying, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah, sure. Mm. That's so popular at the moment, though. Attack the person, not the argument. People yeah, do it all yeah, the time. but across all, all realms. Yeah, right, I mean? right, it's right, not, right. It's yeah. not just like olden days. That used to be just the fucking stuffy old right doing that. Yeah. Now it's also the left doing that as well, the other direction. It's like, you know, no one can... There's not many of them at the moment can hold their heads high and say, well, we fought a clean fight. It's like, did you fuck? None of you do. No. But, the, I mean, the problem is, if you look, especially places like Twitter, they're just, it's such a, a ground for so much hatred and, and the worst members of both sides mm. of each It's the nature argument. of the battlefield, not the battle. Yeah, right. That's, that's what it is. Exactly. So, because that's constructed, I mean, it wasn't constructed to do that, but because, <laughs> because that's what it has become, yeah. Mm. that is yeah. how the fight unfolds. And right. It's just fucking stupid. Yeah. You find that when you're attacking somebody who, for age or for uh, for race, or do for I gender, find when I'm attacking no, someone when, for race? No, when somebody. <laughs> That's a bit of a question. No, no, when somebody is like with like someone's sexuality or whatever it is, how they look, yeah. let's say, then you kind of feel like you've lost. Or for me, like you, the argument's that. very weak because if you have to resort to how somebody looks like, yeah, or but, weight but, thing. but what I wouldn't want to see in society is where that becomes something that you can't even do jokingly with your friends. Do you know right, what I mean? well, that's different, though, isn't it, than doing no, it on social not, media? No, it actually isn't because no, it, it isn't because oh yeah, then if it's still, but if it's a public, public thing, right? Yeah, like I've had it with Dodds where I've called him an idiot, or whatever, or I've said he's fucking mental and all that sort of stuff, and it's like you can't say mental. It's like no, I can, I can, I definitely can. <laughs> I definitely can. <laughs> right, <laughs> I've had my own mental issues. I definitely can claim that word and use it. Yeah, and use it as a joke. And do you know what I mean? I can definitely make fun of his clothes and things like that because that's within the. The safety of the the professional relationship. Yeah. Now I understand the argument that that can knock on to other people going, yeah, but what about people that aren't in that relationship? But those things still apply to. They feel upset by it, mm. and I get that. But I would hope that my nature of doing it should be tacit what mm. I'm actually doing in that situation. But it's not always it. So now what's happening now is that things that should be tacit mm. are either being deliberately ignored as being tacit. <laughs> so it's like. Well, case in point, when we talked about Danny Baker, it's like, yeah. uh, like I, uh, someone yeah. who, who knew him and, and stuff like that, that's like he died, but I knew him back in the day, <laughs> I was confident that that was not his intent with what he said. No. I, I was confident of it. But an apology wasn't enough. You know, him saying, mm. no, that's not what I meant. I, 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 I'll delete it, but that's not at all what I meant. It wasn't enough. And well, we've talked about that. In my opinion, it wasn't a, it wasn't a proper apology. Regardless of that, so it but, wasn't but, like but, it was like I'm sorry if you think that I think this way, which yeah. is not an apology. Oh, but, the Kevin Spacey yeah, classic. Exactly, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, but how how do you apologise something that you? I'm not, sorry that, I did that. I'm sorry I offended anybody. I'm no, sorry that I put that up there. That also acknowledges 
Yeah. You have done something wrong. Right. If, if in your intent you've not done something wrong, and if some people are taking it as some as meaning something else, yeah. that's a whole different kettle of fish. Because you're like, well, I, how can I apologise when I've told you what my intent was, that it wasn't mm. the intent you decided it was, but if I apologise, I, I acknowledge guilt. Mm. That's the situation you're in with that. It's you good see, interview, this, isn't it? It's got nothing to do with your show. Nah, yeah, don't worry about that. But there's an interesting point. That is, I think that's an issue now. It's the way that sort of society seems to play that play that game. Like a, an apology is death. Like Reece, Jacob yeah. Rees-Mogg during the election, you know, the stuff he said about Grenfell. Yeah. When he apologised for that, yeah. he was, you know, shunned and sidelined. Whereas Boris Johnson has done stuff, you know, way worse, arguably, yeah. than that. And never apologises. It just carries through this it's, endless trail of shit. Yeah, it's the same with Trump. It's yeah. just this denial. It's the victimhood Which status. Which seems to be the right? tactic. Right, yeah, right. So it seems to be the actual way to win an argument now is to never acknowledge you've lost. Exactly. You, exactly. You, you know, no. Ever. In, in, even in the face of all evidence, yeah. is to never acknowledge it. Or never, or just say no, I didn't. No, I didn't. Yeah, and right, just keep right, saying right, it. Right, right. And it, it's it's a bizarre state of affairs, but I think that has come about because of the the gang pylon mentality of social media. That's why that's happened. Mm. It's like if you engage, you're fucked. Oh yeah. So if, if you try yeah. and engage, you're fucked. So don't engage. Deny if you're asked in person, and just let it go away. Sure, sure. Which means that no one's ever accountable for anything. You know, for, yeah, for although serious people stuff. still do get cancelled, don't they? I mean, cancel culture mm. exists only right? when like they that's... enter into it. Mm, mm, mm. Like I know with the, the there were me too's about many many different people. Me too. Sound, that sounds like such a stupid way of saying that. Yeah, it's, me, yeah. But the people that were accused of sexual misbehaviour or sexual assaults yeah. and all that sort of thing, um, I could name you five now, and four of them's career have been ruined, and one of them hasn't. And the one that hasn't is the one that didn't engage in the debate. Do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And oh, it's, it's just, I, I think I know who that might be. Well, I'm not legally getting into it. But yeah, 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 yeah. But that is a fact. I might do an impression of it. It might be in the Last Square show. Come watch, you see. Don't do that. I think, uh, I think I'm think i nearly seamless. certain I know who that is. That so. was seamless. But, but do you know what I mean? As soon as you engage. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, so really, yeah, yeah, cool. what's been given, and this, that's not right, what's been given over at the moment yeah. is if you engage and try and go, yeah, no, can I just clarify this? Can I yeah, just explain yeah, sure, it? As sure. soon as you do that, you're fucked. Yeah, right. Right. And that's, so that's topsy-turvy. It should be. When you do that, you're like, okay, I'll listen. Yeah, sure. Do you sure. know what I mean? Yeah. It's, isn't that weird? People are always going, like last week there was two, that the something, something is over party. Both Justin Bieber and Eminem had like their cancelled hashtag. Right, you know okay. what? I think they're both okay still. I don't think either of them's career is finished well, on a hashtag know. on Eminem's, Twitter. Eminem seems to be getting quite a lot of shit for that though yeah his, but he's his... always I think the thing what people don't realise about Eminem is going back to his first albums where he talks about raping right, his mother right, right, killing right. his wife he's not doing anything now <laughs> that he didn't do then no, but, he's he's, just but, a... but he's operating within a different society yes so absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. where that he's sort of doing it where, but and he I, hasn't changed other people have no, around him totally so it's whether he sticks to his guns which he is or whether he acknowledges <laughs> and goes you know what that was out of order I'm going to withdraw it or whatever yeah. in which case they'll have him in a second yeah right so his only option is to just fucking keep going which does appear to be doing that let the storm ride itself out yeah but that isn't how we discuss things that isn't how we make progress with things no. mm. by going what you have to do is not engage it's like mm. that's not how you know but it's 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 completely the fault of the opposition of it you know it's completely the way that they operate in a swarming mob mentality 
that has made that situation arise. And again, I'd say there's fucking so many people. What are you laughing at? I don't know. I was just thinking that. No, I don't know why I was just thinking this. Oh, it's because you were thinking. She's Sorry, so, I was just thinking, and that's start, why I was laughing. She starts smiling when she's <laughs> no, thinking. Such a rare, <laughs> such a rare is, event. She feels the tingle. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember. I was just thinking when Josh came in the studio. Yeah. Probably didn't think you'd be talking about this, did you? Oh, this is this good. Is this is what I wanted to talk about. But this when is he's walking back down to the tube, he won't go, oh, I can't remember what happened in that interview. In years to come, you wake up and go, I remember, do you remember that day I did that interview? supposed to be promoting my show and it was um, cool. this was I'm like not here to be funny or talk about my <laughs> show I'm here to talk about cancel culture exactly and society that. can I just say I think Newsnight will be calling you up soon so I think no I <laughs> hey, do think that well both of you let's say I both go on together I'm not going to engage I'm not yeah, going to engage neither's going to engage don't go on question time that can no, end badly man. for people I'm 23 I've got to keep it yeah, yeah, yeah. Make sure. I, I want to be around for a few years. <laughs> play the, play the game. But, do you know what? But I even think that. I was thinking about it the other day. Is I think that the way to be around for a few years is to yeah. fucking stand by your guns. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's to not sort of play the game because the, the game will change. That's the thing. So the industry right. that you work within, the comedy industry, which I've worked in in various forms for like twenty five years, some has changed, and the only way you maintain your career within it is to keep doing what you do rather than yeah. rather than trying to second guess what they want you to do or the, what's in vogue yeah. at the moment but mm. it depends what you want to be you know what I mean it depends if you want to be yeah I don't know yet I'm just, yeah, that's <laughs> I'm just trying to sort of exactly. yeah. you know trying to make people laugh as I go but I think I think any I don't I don't think any comic at 23 knows right they, surely not surely you don't come out fully formed or maybe it's lost no, you're saying it's no, lost not, well not fully formed but they might know what they want so they might yeah. which I think Again, I, I mourn that, really, as a thing. I'm like, no, I'll just find it out. Yeah, know, right, like. right. But, you know, people now younger and younger, in all walks of life, are going, right, I want this by the time I'm 25, I want this by the time I'm 30, I want this by the time blah, 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 blah. And stick to that, and they go, I need, so I need to be on this programme, this programme, this programme. Oh, I need to make contacts with this person, this person, and, and they mm. do it that way. They might have a good, financially good career, but... I don't know. It just why everyone's depressed though. You're, like, you're happy that way, surely? Because uh, this well, industry I, I, doesn't happen. I always. personally wouldn't be, but uh, it's up to everyone's an individual, aren't they? they right. can do whatever they want to do. But. Mm. It seems weird from a comic perspective to see a co- just a ruthlessly ambitious comic. Do you know what I mean? They, they, because they're, they're supposed to be outsiders, right? They're yeah. supposed to be an outsider. It seems weird. There's plenty of them, but there right? are. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's plenty. Uh, of Jimmy Carr like, seems to be, you know, just doing well, all. Well, work. Jimmy kind of like. Jimmy basically was the first one, in, of my knowledge, working in comedy, who applied business acumen to comedy. Mm. So he basically, I think he'd worked at was it Esso or Shell or something, BP maybe. Oh, okay. I know yeah. that he worked in marketing, one of them, I think it was marketing. Yeah. Mm. He worked in a big uh, fuel company or whatever, and uh, just kind of quite methodically applied the marketing rules of that to mm. a comedy career mm. and was tremendously successful with it. Now, Jimmy's funny and he's, you know, he's a talented bloke and the yeah. rest of it and he's fine, you know, as, as, a, as a bloke in real life and that, but I think that... Fine. That's not what you want to hear. Well, he's it? really fine. Do you hear that person? They're fine, yeah, yeah. Well, that's not the biggest compliment, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to say. He's I'm nice. Not. He's a that's nice like, person. That's like, saying, uh, that's like saying, oh, I'm a really big fan of some of your work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've known yeah. him for 20-odd years, and I think in that 20-odd years, I've probably been in his company four times. So okay. And he was, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fine of those four. He wasn't nice on any of the four times. He's fine. If he walked in, he'd know me, and he would be fine. Yeah. I think I don't I think I'd like to hear someone saying well they like they're fine you know 
Well, I don't know what to say. Nice. I can't, I can't go, oh, he's, he's all right. He's nice. Right. I can't go. Oh, Good guy. Oh, he's huge, generous. He's never given me nothing. I can't uh, go. Oh, oh. You've been out for drinks with him. Brilliant. No. So, no, how, no. what was he giving you though? What would he be giving you? No, that's what I mean. So, how can I quantify saying <laughs> saying something? I don't know. Fine's fine. got a word that sort of has negative, even though it doesn't. Fine doesn't. It's a positive thing. So, what to should say. I have said instead? He was all right. He was all right. That's just as bad. I don't know what's nice. He's nice, a, good he's guy. A, an adequate man. I yeah. <laughs> don't know what to say instead. It's no. To be fair, as a sort of uh, you know the middle adjectives. Yeah. That they're all. Yeah. They're all sort of. Yeah, they are. Yeah, a bit, fair, aren't they? Fair. Yeah. I can't praise something for something I've, I've had no experience. No, no. Right. You're, that doesn't you're mean true. He's, he's not capable of it. No, he, no. He might be <laughs> the loveliest, the best friend ever. But I don't know because I'm not his best friend. Okay. Jimmy Carr, he's fine. If you're listening, Jimmy. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking ran off my wife to come. <laughs> he didn't. He, he didn't. didn't he didn't do that. Um, please talk about your fucking show. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fine. Fine. If we must. Well, what do you? What do you want? Do you know what, what do you want? What do I want? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what, what you want? What do I fucking want? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. To be happy. I, what? Oh. What do I want? What do you want from comedy? What do I want from, um, to feel heard? I think that's probably. Okay. Yeah, I'd like my opinions to be valued and for people to think, oh, what a cool guy. Right, okay. Uh, probably. <laughs> so it's a vanity project, yeah, primarily. Yeah, more or less. <laughs> more or less. You know, like most comedians, I'm narcissistic on some level, right, I would okay. say. Um, probably that. I, yeah, but I don't know. I, I quite like... I mean, satire is fun in that you get to shit on an idea. And yeah, I, yeah. I find that fun. Like, yeah. And I, I feel like there's so much... Shit in society that people just accept. Yeah. Like television, like Love Island is is. I'm not. I don't. I'm not saying it's a terrible show, but just like the, people just accept that show. And there's so much stuff that that goes on that can be satirized. And I think there's there's something fun about that. I enjoy yeah. doing that. How uh, do you see it playing out? What, what like in in your dreams of dreams? If you, mm. if you if you think ahead in that way, what? Yeah. How do you see it playing out as a career? I like. I mean. What I do online is quite similar to what like Mo Gilligan did at the start of his okay. career. I mean, obviously, I don't face uh, a lot of the barriers that Mo Gilligan faced. Okay, uh, being a, a posh white guy, but that sort of thing. Yeah, I'd love to do more stand-up. I love I love charactery stuff like the sort of Steve Coogan trajectory is is fun. Yeah. I I think if my career were to go really well, that would be a very good blueprint because like you know he started doing impressions on like Spitting Image That's and right. yeah, yeah, he did. characters and stuff and stand up with that. So. Weird career Coogan's in many ways. Yeah, that's how he started. Yeah, Spitting Image spit did spit like oh. radio voiceovers and stuff. He's a brilliant impression. Yeah. He's really good. Well, really I, good. do you watch The Trip? Yeah. Because obviously him and Rob Bryden do tons of impressions yeah, on that. They're yeah. all really good, yeah. Yeah, Rob Brydon's a good impression. I did uh, an event with Rob Brydon for Andy, a, a fundraiser for Andy Murray, and we all right. do an Andy Murray impression. And Andy why Murray why was, was he having a fundraiser? I, uh, for, for him, uh, there have been two comedians in a car crash that he was trying to raise money. <laughs> 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 Everyone's, yeah. Not for him. It wasn't Andy, uh, it wasn't Andy Murray just sat in a corner. Oh, no, I really need right. some cash. Oh, this was terrible. Well, he said he was quitting tennis. I thought he might want a little fundraiser for that. No, no, he's fine. It was just for his mum behind the scenes just <laughs> taken on cash. So it was a was organised by Andy Murray. Yeah. Yes, sorry, for, yes. For, for, yeah, yeah, yeah. for some cause. Not for him. Yeah, right. Although okay, he may right. have taken the money. I Imagine don't know. Imagine if he, he did that. Been... No, he's, he's, yeah. he's fine. Okay. Um, he's fine. And, <laughs> no, but we all, all three of us were sort of talking as him on stage, which is quite funny. And yeah, Rob's impression is, you know, it's, it's very good. Sorry, saying it's like that. Yeah. It's fantastic. Are you doing an impression of someone doing an impression? Oh, that's oh, people do that. Don't people they? do do that. Because Coogan does impressions of Rob Brydon doing impressions, and yeah. vice versa. Yeah, because you get to learn if you do impressions, you get to learn everyone else's impression of someone. So, yeah. 
There's a guy called Schaefer Bates online who does Gordon oh, yeah, Ramsay. Yeah. Oh, you've seen yeah, him, yeah. yeah. He does Gordon Ramsay, and he's Gordon. He really like brings out the sort of the sort of whiny thing with Gordon Ramsay. Like, oh fuck me, donkey, like, you know, like that. <laughs> right. And whereas, like, that my, was Shrek, wasn't it? That was Shrek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gordon, <laughs> it was an impression of a guy doing Gordon Ramsay doing an impression of Shrek. Shrek. Oh, that was amazing. Massive, this is, massive, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mindful. But that's Shrek. that's his. Whereas mine, you know, my Gordon Ramsay is a bit more sort of like cut and crisp, like that. Well, is that more? That's more accurate, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But so I, I feel like there is. Do you think? Well, mm-hmm. thank you. I am here, so maybe you'd have to it. say that. If Gordon no, no, Ramsay I would have told you it was fine. Speaking in my ears now. <laughs> Gordon. In my, in my headphones. But Gordon. What's he saying? I wouldn't go. Oh, that's Gordon Ramsay. I'd have no idea. Do you know, okay. Oh, you actually don't know what he sounds like. No, I've got. No, I the don't. How could you know? Oh, was right, that, yeah. <laughs> you know it was accurate. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy. That I was like, okay, that's that's the voice that I would have thought. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. That's the problem, though. That's the problem with impressions. People, like, know people don't doing. know who the fuck it is. That's why I like doing characters more because people Got are you. like, oh, I know someone like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that's funnier. I think you know, like people just cotton on to that more because you have the joy of it being like oh that's you to your mate in the audience yeah of course yeah, yeah. Yeah. whereas an impression that you're not going to be like oh you are so Gordon Ramsay you know it's just not a you thing you do different ones so you, so you do Russell Brand, Louis through Jacob Rees-Mogg yeah, Gordon lo- Ramsay loads of them loads of them just well, all get down of. to Leicester Square yeah. Yeah. Thanks. I just read your CV out. no I did I'm just getting through like, <laughs> I passed it off as conversation no you do loads of them Russell Brand, Jacob Rees-Mogg Gordon Ramsay and I just stopped talking I was reading I was skimming I was skimming I was skim reading it like oh and I ended there oh, stop there great. but I did see John Coulshaw said you were absolutely superb so oh fine, yeah, yeah he's a nice man he is very lovely John I used to hate him <laughs> really? Why? Just based Did he run off with your wife? Yeah, no. another, another one. <laughs> uh, no, no, I used to, based on nothing. No, I didn't know him at all. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I speak about this quite a lot. People that I, I see on television go, I fucking hate them. And then <laughs> meet them or work with them or whatever. And I'm like, oh, they're the loveliest really nice, things. Yeah. And cool shows like that. Like yeah, he, he's a nice guy. Yeah, he's a really nice bloke. Yeah, he my, is. One of my favourite television moments ever was John Coulshaw, something John Coulshaw did. And it was, I think it was Celebrities Do Fame Academy. Okay. That that long oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Right. Aid Edmondson was on it for sure. Right. I remember that. And Coulshaw was on it. And what they'd done, they'd all gone into the Fame Academy house or whatever it was. Yeah. All these celebs. And they were all sat about. It was like a live link up. Mm-hmm. And um, John Coulshaw, I can't remember who he was with, but he sat down with some other celebrity. And they just sat in silence. And the camera was on them for ages. Just, <laughs> both of them just sat next to each other, just not saying a word. And on the table in front of them were like cans of beer and stuff like that. <laughs> John comes, this might not come across at all, but it fucking had me in. I had it videoed like on a, a DVD recorder. I, I like years, had it for years before that recorder died. And I used to watch it regularly. Where John Coulshaw was obviously just, you could see him thinking, like, do I talk? Do we talk to each other? What do we do? And he seemed like a little bit of an outsider in it. And I really, I really felt for him. Yeah. And all these cans of beer on the table, and then at one point, Culture just took a deep breath and went, and just patted one of the beers and went, Boddington's. And that was it. <laughs> he just said Jesus. the name of the beer. Right. Boddington's. Yeah. It was like really awkward. He is, quite an awkward he is quite an awkward guy. I think he's got imposter syndrome going on quite strongly. Do you think? Yeah, he's yeah, always yeah. doing impressions. Always. Like, yeah. I, I, I'm not really like that off stage but a lot of impressionists will just like yeah. just do them all the time I should quantify that by the way I don't think he is an imposter I don't, I don't think that he does, oh, no, no, doesn't no. deserve what he has no, I always just get the feeling that he perhaps feels like right. I'm not yeah. cool I'm not one of the cool kids with it do you know what I mean but there's something it's quite dorky about doing impressions though right like, it really it, it, is, yeah. it's just <laughs> awful nerds doing yeah. what freaks mm. yeah. but th- there is something about that that's, you have to kind of be 
really interested in people in a certain type of person, almost obsessed with them. I think in yeah, order yeah. to get it, and that's kind of creepy. So you're saying that I'm you're, a bit creepy. Yeah, saying I'm you're a bit obsessed weird. with Jacob Rees-Mogg. Yeah, I. I well, in in a, in a certain I'm sense. <laughs> No, I get in a certain sense, he is. There's something sort of. He's a terrible person, but there's something quite. He doesn't funny seem about like a real him. person yeah. to me. He seems no, like a character, someone being a character of Jacob Rees Mogg. Well, you can imagine if Special Image was still around, they'd oh. look, yeah. at, Jake yeah, course, they'd look yeah. at Jacob Rees Mogg and yeah. go, "Do we just show a video? What, what do we? <laughs> but that's the problem. <laughs> what I can find, we do with that? That's the problem I find with satire at the moment. It's like, how do you satirize something that seems so? Obviously ridiculous. Well, Chris Morris did an interview recently where that was a, that was asked of him. You mm. know, how do, how do you do satire in a time when the world is just uh, absurd in its reality? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure he said something about well, then you have to get better at it. You have mm. to then mm. raise the bar. I don't think it's beyond satire. You just have to get better at what it was, he said. Mm. Something like that. Mm-hmm. I'm paraphrasing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was quite an interesting point to actually mm. go. Well, this is a good time to be brilliant at it. Do you know, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? It, but yeah, I mean, I think it's. Yeah, people talk about that, and they? they talk about sort of different uh, comic tropes being in vogue. Like they say, oh, impressions, yeah. impressions are very in at the moment. Yeah. I'm like, well, impressions are never out. It's just like if you're shit at impressions, you're, you're like, or if you're mediocre at impressions, you can yeah. go through phases of being in fashion and not. Whereas if you're just good, you know, you're, it's always going to be. Yeah, and, and also I suppose if it, if you did impressions in a satirical sense, like Bremner or Culture sure. to a degree, a lesser degree than Bremner certainly, but um, I think. There's an onus on that the gear's got to be good as well. You know, it can't sure, just right, be the right, actual right. skill of the impression. There's, there's, yeah, there's yeah. stuff that you're actually writing and saying as well has got to be top notch. Yeah, that's yeah. certainly where Bremner excelled. I think he had writers and stuff, but yeah. in fact, I know the two Johns certainly wrote bits and bobs of it and that. So um, I think so. There's probably something in what Morris said. You know, that it mm. is like it's not good enough to just be able to do the voice. It's not good enough to just be able to point and laugh. Oh no way! Yeah, you've no got to, you, you know, and, and at the moment because of the way the world is. It's not like back in the day when it could just be like, you know, John Major's boring or, yeah. do, you know, do you know what I mean? It's like that's, that's not, no longer good enough. No, 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 no. no, 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 like, no. I don't know. But, um, but I wish you well with your show. Yeah. Thanks. Go. I feel, like, I feel like you're going to go away and go, I need to rewrite all of this. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm constantly, don't. it's, you know, half the show's irrelevant now. So, uh, well, you're at the Leicester Square Theatre, Saturday, 14th of March, 7pm. Including support. One hour 40 yeah. with support. Yeah. Support. Uh, Janine Haruni, who's a very excellent stand up. Okay. Have, you, have you seen, no, have you heard of her? She got five stars in the Times this year, the Fringe. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. She's very good, very. Gag rich Smashing 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 um, what, what for <laughs> fucking Sign now That's really funny it's Smashing fine. You've turned into like Jim Bowen What <laughs> Smashing's a word I know I just, it's, funny. it's a funny word Isn't it I like it Anyway good luck son Thank I you very much <laughs> <laughs> Hope it all goes well for you Thanks for having Keep me Keep your head above water You know just <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't let the buggers Get you down <laughs> And if you ever do Feel a bit low Then pop on Rock Me Amadeus <laughs> Amadeus by Falco, who I think has Rock died. Rock me, Amadeus. Please. I think he's died. No, Falco has is dead. Yes, sorry. R.I.P. Yeah, he has. Has he definitely? He died. has passed. Passed us all. Wasn't he quite young? I mean, I haven't got the full facts about is the passing of Falco. Well, could you do research for these shows in case for I decide, all of the art. in case I decide to mention that one of the people who sang the song has died? Yeah, I was. Well, here we go. Falco. When did he die? Oh, there he is with Ursula Mon. You've scrolled away from it. For, yeah, lucky day. 1998. He was, 40. he was 40. I told you he was young. I told you, mate. How did he die? That's a shame. Don't worry about that. I've got oh. guesting. Got an accident.
have my screen back? Bass accident. Please, can I have my screen so, back? Yes, there you go. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we're joined now by... Now, I did this with confidence earlier on, Michael. Yes. I did your surname with confidence. I'm going to try and do it with confidence again. Uh, we're joined now by Michael <laughs> Akinsalia. <laughs> Akinsalia, yeah. Oh, no, you said it differently. Akinsalia. So the S, is, the S is like Sh- a SH. We've got a shit. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. okay. I'm going to actually change that on there. I know it's not your actual name, but I'm going to yeah. change it. Yeah, yeah, can yeah. you put the H in there for that? That sounded good, though. Then I can do it. Akin Shaliri. Yeah, that sounds juicy. Is that all right? <laughs> 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 Talking about his role in the film I Am Joseph. I've, now, yes. I've just realised what this is. Yeah, yeah. And I know what it is now, because mm-hmm. I've heard about it already. Right, right. Is this the biblical thing? It, it, it is. It's a story of a person out of the biblical thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so, yeah. so the point of the... So there's lots of I Am yeah, films. Yeah, there's going to be a string of I Am whatevers after this one mm. so this one was kind of the trailblazer for it okay so it was a bit of pressure on me i had to make sure i performed pretty okay well, you know? okay so this one is uh, i am joseph uh out on youtube now and um it's just a story about them how the conception of jesus christ affected that relationship between mary and joseph okay and it just follows joseph uh his journey and how he comes to ter- terms with or how he comes to dealing with the fact that is actually a, the truth yeah and uh yeah Emotional are, are, are these, so are these potentially contentious films in terms of the hard Christian um, people? It, it, I, I would say... And I mean, I think anything is, isn't every, it? Every, every, yeah. Everyone behind this is what I think would say. This isn't a religious story. It's just a, a story of a person in in the Bible. Yeah, much, okay. You know? Uh, but it's just what they wanted to do was kind of humanise it and make it relatable, identifiable with anyone in any walks of life, even if you're a Muslim. Okay. You can identify with the emotions of this this human being. And what's you your know? involvement? Are you uh, I'm pure, purely performer in it? Yeah, pl- yeah, probably. What, do I seem like a producer or something? No, yeah, no, no, you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the director who wrote it as well, Thomasin Adepeju, was brought on to do just that, um, produced yeah. by Stephanie uh, Alexandra. And I just came on, I auditioned like uh, other people as right, well okay. on it, and uh, just to play Joseph, um, uh, as Mara, who played Mary, and DK, who played. Um, oh, I've forgotten. Herod, I'm going to go Herod. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. Let's try, let's try and remember some people from the Bible. Je- it won't be Jesus because he, he won't be born uh, yet. No, Herod. Da- David. No, That's David. The one. David. Oh. David. What, we David out of David and Goliath, oh, or just different David? Different, different David. David, I think. No, different, different time David. frames. David different the neighbour. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I can't remember any of these stories. Um, I'll say I'll say now, just yeah. bluntly, you've got mm-hmm. a, gr- a proper gravitas to you. Thank oh, you. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh just randomly. It's like a private thing, but my producer always says what you just said. I mean, have you fucking ever? Like, she you loves that word, gravitas. Yeah, you have. That's oh, a nice it word, isn't makes it? Makes me laugh every time. I know she's listening now, so she's going to be laughing. Is it she's laughing, she, going, I told yeah, you so. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I appreciate that. Like, it's just like. One of the highest compliments as an actor is to be able to draw people to look at you. you totally know? is that. Because it's hard to just be real with it. And if you're saying that you're drawing me to look at you, that's like one of the best compliments. So I appreciate well, that. It's, well, it's presence without trying. Yeah, yeah. It's what the thing is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's, yeah. it's kind of, I guess there's a charisma maybe is another yeah. kind thank of way. You. It's charisma, but without arrogance, if you yeah, know what I mean. There's, a, there's a line yeah. there. So Ooh, we, we live but, with those. But that is, that's what they would used to call X Factor yeah. before yeah. X Factor was, you know, used as a, different thing for a yeah, show you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, what yeah. they would use say oh there's yeah. something there there's an extra yeah. to that yeah, yeah. Yeah. and I've, I've no idea about your acting skills or anything. Yeah. I don't know but yeah, yeah. but certainly I think uh, somebody said it to me when yeah. I was at drama school 
And oh, you I went remember, to drama school. Oh. Yeah, you won't believe it, right? <laughs> um, I, for, I forgot most of it. But no, but I remember someone saying to me, and like they said, no, your presence on a stage yeah. is very. I, I don't think it is now. I don't think. Or I don't think it would be yeah, now. Yeah. But I think at that point, for my age and for where we were at. I could. I remember doing an acting role where I was on my own on stage for a while, and actually, you know, you can feel it. Yeah. You can actually feel it. Really like, yes. No, I'm fucking nailing. And this. that's the moment that we live for as actors. No, yeah. Because it's hard to like, especially with screen and film and TV, it's hard to really fully get in. And so when you have one of those moments when you're really in and you're really feeling it, and you, when you're watching this, you'll see where I was with it as well. Yeah. That's the moment. That's the reason. That's where you like. Oh, right, cool. This is. It's quite nice being an actor. I wonder if it's your voice. Yeah. I wonder if it's your voice what about that's, it? that's the the gravitas thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wonder if yeah. it is that. Yeah, because um, it's because you've got such a deep like James Earl Jones thing going on. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like it's a sort the name's proper Bond. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I see that. Honestly, this yeah. is the worst place to try and do an audition. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking wasting your time. By all means, practice it here. But save yeah, that yeah. for this morning. <laughs> it sounds nice on th- these mics as well. It's very clear. Yeah, it's that. Yeah, I, but I wouldn't. I'm not, but I'm always interested into why. If I feel something, I'm like, what? Why? What? What's he done yeah. that's made me think? I think it's your whole presence because as Thank you walked you. in here, there was yeah. a, um, I don't know, something about just go. being very calm go. and yeah, like, yeah. yes, that's fine. Shall I go here? Yeah, yeah. The voice. Thank this, you. What do you mean, here we go? What was that about? What you me? didn't say, she starts flirting with the guests. <laughs> I mean, what, what the hell? What you didn't say, that's how she what does it. What the hell? What she did then, she saw that. It's going off peace now, don't listen to him. Was that your call to get you out of here? Michael, what she saw was that I gave you a compliment and you responded positively. I'm going to give you a little bit more of a compliment. I liked how you were. Sit here very calm. You were allowed yeah. to sit here, nice to meet you. Sit yeah, down. Yeah. I was like, oh suggest my God, we go to the pub guy. afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Talk a bit more about your gravitas. <laughs> <laughs> generally what happens honestly no it's, it's so transparent what, what? you're doing him. I'm just saying <laughs> oh how do you live with him she, I she mean thankfully struggles. I don't live yeah, with him yeah, can yeah, you imagine yeah, begs yeah, mate yeah. begs on a monthly basis <laughs> <laughs> please get a come round please <laughs> <laughs> um, how experienced are you with the Nats and stuff are you um, are you raw or are you well, I, I, are you well versed? Well, like every every actor, I'm always going to say I'm like the, I'm the shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're yeah. the shit. Do you know what I mean? Say that shit again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't shit. What? No, What's wrong with me? Do you know what? Keep doing it because I'm loving no, it. I saw you in Killing I Eve. Don't get, I don't get That's it. That's the shit, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, You've it seen is. Killing Eve. It no. is, it is, it Ian. is. I'm fucking nothing's more entertaining <laughs> than what I'm watching now. Look <laughs> <laughs> at how brilliant it is. I'd rather watch this. You're Killing Eve. She's never said that's the shit ever before. No, but I would say that show is of all the shows. Yeah. there's loads of shows. Is the shit. Yeah. Pop my mic yeah. down. No, but when I when I started acting, it was um it was a scary one because you you just watch it and you think, oh, I can probably do that. And then I started doing it. And I was like, probably not as good as what I thought. Right. Okay. And then it's been a quite quite an uphill journey. So doing this as well, uh, the I am Joseph allowed, allowed me to really flex my acting muscles a little bit. And um, yeah, man, they, I, get, I, I was given a lot of freedom by um, the director, by the the producers, just to really feel it. One of the words that she kept on saying to me, Stephanie, is just follow your instincts. Yeah. So yeah, I'm Joseph right now on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep putting it like every every five minutes. That's good. I'm Joseph right now on YouTube. Dude, because I'll forget to do it. Stories. Actually, do you know what you could do for me? Yeah. What you could genuinely oh, do for God. me? Yeah. Don't say yes before you know what you just said. Yes, hear I'm, what it is I'm first, having, Michael. I'm having fun, listen, Don't be, agree. Be, this is gonna be. If you will agree to do yeah, this, it's, uh, basically I want you to do a voiceover for me. Okay. Because of your deep resonance, gra- gravitas, gravitas voice. voice gravitas right? voice, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I'm at, will you um, just speak to Michael for a bit? I'm going to write something down for Michael to say. 
Oh, is this sweet pop? Have you done tra- something for a trailer, I imagine? Have a nice gravitas voice for your trailer. Okay. You're just more flirting. Are you on Twitter? What's happening here? No, just checking no, your tweets? No, I'm just looking, I'm speaking to my producer. Okay. What's and her uh, feedback so far on the interview? No, she wasn't, she wasn't really talking about the interview. She's just saying, hey, Michael, have fun. Oh. And, um, don't forget to talk about your next film as well. Yeah, what's your, Michael, what's your next film? <laughs> <laughs> also, just quickly, I just was going to touch up on something yeah. about 48 Stories, which which is like really important. They're, um, they're uh, bringing this new theme that um, allows crea- uh, young creatives of all diversities to... Um, they're building up the skills required in order to be... Yeah. Pers- um, kind of proceed in this industry. It's not very easy, and a lot of people think that they can make it in this industry just mm-hmm. by coming I did I wasn't, okay. I wasn't very good at the start and uh, that's one thing 4-8 are trying to do now so just creating the opportunities yeah. for emerging talent which is a sound which is a sound logic to that because yeah. I, I think again it ties in a little bit to what we were saying before um, when we spoke to Josh which is the idea that I think sometimes and I think it could potentially get worse yeah the the way that the industry, let's say broadly the entertainment industry is yeah. set out, mm-hmm. is actually kind of incongruous with yes. developing artistic talent. Oh, you know I mean, it's it's more about no look like this, yeah. do this, never yeah. say this, never do, yeah. and it kind of stifles creativity. Yeah. And like now, which is, is a positive uh, positive thing as well, but now social media gives people this um, this bravery, yeah, good bravery, but sometimes false kind of um, sense of ability that they can just go into anything and do it yeah. like, like, as if mm. they've been doing it for years where yeah. you, you still have to work on a craft and a skill and I think Steph who said exactly the same thing as you our producer just wants to create this kind of theme or this kind of um, an atmosphere where it's like you have to work hard will give you the opportunities and the, the tools required but understand you need to work hard to get where you need to be in this industry and you'll probably be one of the best at it, at it if you work hard and understand yeah. it's not easy but mm. also the the um, the trust in you to go instincts go yeah. on instinct go, yeah. because they've obviously seen in you if you when you cast for it well yeah, they've gone yeah. right I can see why that dude can yeah. do what we yeah. need him to do yeah. but he's going to do it best mm-hmm. If we go, you do it how you do it. Yeah. If you fuck it up, they'll yeah. tell you. They'll go, yeah. no, that's not at all what we want to do. Try yeah. it again. Yeah. Like they might not say, do it like this, do yeah. it like this. They might just go, try it again, mm-hmm. but let it all go. And just yeah. fucking do it. And that's like that's the difference between the top level actors and uh, the rest. Of the yeah, I reckon because, so. Because yeah. they're given the freedom to. You get the job knowing that they're going the director or the car director, whatever, is going to give you the freedom to do what you do. Yeah, they believe that you because it's not gonna look good real if it doesn't feel real yeah the, the more real it feels the better it looks to the audience the more that gravitas you know totally and like going back to what you said which was very flattering oh, I walked oh, into the <laughs> no 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 I walked into which, the what, what was that Michael I'll, 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 get, that? To the, I'll get to that <laughs> <laughs> what was that Michael yeah. but you can't see on the radio she's twirling her hair as she said that what did I say I was Michael? actually out there twirling my hair eating my hair what, walked, which bit Michael I walked into the audition room and, and um I think they just liked my demeanour when I mm. walked in. Yeah, I yeah. think it was a lot of just like, just having really just confidence in yourself and understanding if if you don't get it, it's, that's out of your hands. But you that's know. not, I presume, but is that, it's not an affectation in you though, is it? That's I presume you're being who you are. Yeah, right? That's what, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. That yeah. You just, mm-hmm. you want to just, well, anyone who walked in, who was going to get the job, had to know just who you are, know yourself. Yeah, if, I mean, if I was sat in an audition room waiting yeah. to go in and you walked in and mm-hmm. they were only casted one part, I'd be yeah. like, I'm going. <laughs> you wouldn't even go <laughs> in. Literally no point. <laughs> like, this I'm is fucking then, yeah. stupid. How can I possibly compete with that? Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, there's loads of, there's only three of us in the film as well. 
Mm. So the weight of it is on our shoulders. Yeah. So we had a great team, so it made it easy. I trust you on it, though. Now, what yeah. is it you've got on your bit of paper, oh, Ian? Do it in a second. I mean, sometimes that can backfire when you let out to yeah. do what they want. I'm thinking of everything Johnny Depp's ever done. But what, um, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. so I think we mentioned Johnny Depp on next week's show, well, don't we? Yeah, we do. It's an easy thing, isn't it? I, yeah. I, I think Johnny Depp's fine. I think he's fine, but <laughs> he's I think fine. I I need to see him playing. You know, I feel like he's Johnny Depp in every yeah. film. Oh, no, he's not. No, That's he's not at all. No, I don't think that at really? all. Really? No, but he's now got, I think Edward Scissorhands days, maybe not. I find mm. I find his acting and affectation too much. But right. that's only a personal taste. That's not to do mm. with his abilities. I just find it too much. Too much acting. Well, it's like, oh, look, I'm playing Willy Wonka as Michael Jackson. Oh, so I'm he doing does too much of the other thing that he's trying to do. If he's doing that, he'll too go too much, much into that. Yeah, right, OK. Mean, yeah. They say that in League of Gentlemen and, and series where they, um, I really like it where they go, that film, it's got too much acting in it. And it's yeah, overacted. Yeah, 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 and I really yeah. like that. I got, yeah. I got what that meant immediately. Like, yeah, I know what you yeah. mean. Yeah, totally. Makes sense. Um, well, I, I've, I've got your script for your thing. Um, <laughs> I wish you genuinely, oh, what's going on here? Nah, no, nah. I'm going to say another time to do oh, an update. Don't want an update on this computer. So should I do this like kind of filmic and trailer no well, I tell no no definitely okay. not this right. has got to be smooth as fuck okay. right it's got to be smooth yeah. calm right. a little bit sexy if you can do it right. gravitas um, mm-hmm. doesn't need too much gravitas, too much gravitas. I think your voice would here, I'll, do, I'll do some directing okay, okay. I think in this situation Michael I would mm-hmm. trust you on doing it however you feel, <laughs> see fit however what okay. I would say as a general direction now yeah, is yeah, yeah. I think um, don't sell it uh-huh. Okay, I don't need to sell it. That's a good All note. I need you to do is tell me the words, mm-hmm. say the words as they're written, mm-hmm. but if you give it calm, mm-hmm. if you give it uh, a degree, see how I've learned. Yeah, my, yeah, like, 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 yeah, yeah. I, I'm doing it now, but your yeah. what I'll say, your voice will do the work for you here. Right. Well, is, you haven't seen what is, he's is, got. Is, is I like I the direction. As no, well. it's nice, isn't it? It's nice. Do you want it? There's going to be music underneath it. Do you want to read it first? <laughs> don't read it out loud. But do you want to read I it know first? what this is yeah, going to re- be. Read it so you've Should got we say that? I am mean, Joseph is available to watch on YouTube now. Yeah, and it sounds like it's ace. Yes, it does. I'm not a religious man myself or interested in any of that. But oh, what? You, this is a. Oh, you set me up with the last last line. That, Which oh, bit? Flip, 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 flip. No, you can do that. You can do that. No, nah, okay, stop okay. giving it away. I, okay. I need to know. Just, I'm telling him how to yeah. say it. Well, that's yeah. not even how yeah. it's. Actually, I've got to correct it. I'm sorry. Isn't it, man. No, it's gone I've said it wrong. Yeah, yeah I've, I've done it wrong. Apologies, man. Okay, okay. Nat, you've completely spoiled this. I'm taking my sweet time with this. Yeah, take your sweet time. Please do. But there will be music on the You'll hear it. In your headphones. Okay. okay. If you can, and I'll, I will cue you in. By the way, you let me know. Okay. <coughs> Thank okay. you, Get Sir ready. Michael. Thank you, Michael, for coming. in Do yep. appreciate that. Best of luck with it. Just okay. So just have a moment. You ready? <coughs> yeah. But yes. you, you might want to look at Nat when Sorry. you do it because she will lose her shit laughing. <laughs> ready? Please. So, Nat, time to spend a couple of moments now where we relax and enjoy the soothing sounds of jar wobble with fanfare for Philadelphia. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> Cheers, Michael. You forgot. nice long track now we're gonna spend a little bit of time sitting back <laughs> relaxing as we were told earlier on by michael akin shalir yeah. um i'm gonna spend a bit of time sitting back <laughs> relaxing and enjoying the soothing sounds oh. I'm just dramatic pause oh, right, yes of jar wobble oh, yeah. and bill as well mm-hmm. performing <laughs> fanfare <laughs> 
that the CD's just jammed it's not this is we're currently we've got another minute and 20 seconds left of this let's not be too critical of it at least he stayed around long enough to record this long as we take another moment to enjoy the soothing sounds of kind of Route 1 jazz whoa of Route 1 jazz Jar Wobble and it, Bill Laswell. <laughs> oh, he's not featuring, at least just him. Double Fanfare. Fanamina. <laughs> I think you'll agree you don't get this on proper radio, do you not? They wouldn't play this on proper radio. But here on Amateur Hour, we're happy to play the entire tedious six and a half minutes of the repetitive sounds. Well, of fun I'm really like it now. Of it's cat. That's the end. Fanfare Phenomena. I don't know where that's going. No, I thought I, I didn't realise. I didn't think it was over. We had at least another four and a half. I know, no, it does sound Sounds like it's like going to go not, on for yeah, fucking yeah, ever, yeah. doesn't it? I didn't yeah, feel it really, like it really was does quite the that. ending. Um, I feel like we didn't address... What? The elephant in the room. Which is... Not you. Um, fucking how, Ian? I, I said not you. Um, which is the, the continuing saga of the absence of Jar Wobble, who went AWOL during our last live recording and I feel like that should, uh, that should be addressed especially as we've now promoted his what do you call it song Fan Fever Phenomena well there's not really much to address is there he, well surely there's been an update now sure he went missing surely um, we should I mean I, I knew that he was okay because he put a tweet out saying he was at TalkSport and that's proper what proper radio, radio is yeah, yeah. 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 so there was that yeah. which I, you know, I will be honest I was worried it's unusual for somebody to kind of so I think yeah I don't think Fubar's Radio 1 mate I don't, don't think, think it's Radio 1. I don't think Fubar's Talk Sport or Talk no? whatever. Well you know, done, yeah, Talk Radio. The, yeah. yeah, I don't think it's like... It's not one of the big boys at all. No one's claiming it is. Mm. We are what we are. We do what we do. You know what the rules are. You know how it is before you get here. If it's, yeah. be, if it's beneath you, then you might want to look at... No, it wouldn't no, have been. No, wait, wait, yeah, wait. If it's beneath you and you don't want to be involved, you don't want to play, mm. then you might want to look at that how you feel about yourself is, is not how your PR companies are you. So if they put you on a show that you consider beneath you, that's the level that you're at. I don't think that is anything to do with what it is. What I think it was to do is, is that he heard you doing that all over the song doing and fa- the soothing sounds of jar wobble. What would you rather me say? Uh, probably nothing, I'm to be honest. I'm this fucking probably tip. It's nothing. called Fanfare for uh, So I suspect that's what it was, because you did play it probably at least twice. So you're blaming me now? So, well, we're not so blaming it is my you, fault, is it now? but... It, he may not have had a sense of humour about it. His problem, not mine. What uh, was I? So he, he was booked onto a show that's ostensibly a comedy show, although we do I speak mean, about and things. The PR, obviously, we've booked other lots of other guests yeah. through, so they know what they we're know about. What's what. Now, would they do? Not blaming the PR, by the way. No, no, all. it's not the PR's fault. Now, if he say if he was booked on another show with somebody else here, yep. would they have done what you did? No, 
Right. But that's because it's a different show. Like they would they hundred percent. Right. Would Nick Howard done that? No, he wouldn't. Might, but it might, no, it might have. No, he wouldn't do what, that. Helm? No, he Helm might have done that. No, I can promise let's, you, he wouldn't have done let's that. Let's again re-emphasize. I wasn't taking the piss. No, but he definitely wouldn't have done that. He barely plays but a, let, a song. Let's anyway. re-emphasize but, again. I was not taking the piss when I was doing no, that. No, I know that. I was if, if I was taking the piss out of anything, and I wasn't. I was being affectionately homage to it. Mm. It's the idea of jazz radio and smooth radio and all that sort mm-hmm. of thing. Now, perhaps he doesn't see himself as the music that he makes is suitable for smooth radio or jazz radio. Stuff, but I'll tell yeah. you now, that music there is exactly the sort of thing they would play on jazz radio. But I'm not judging that in any way. No, I'm doing it how presenters do it when they're doing a smooth hour. Yeah, I mean we had that. We had doing. that jazz guy. Um, he was from was it Japan? He moved yeah, to yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah. Like we had that lovely guy, right. Senri Oh yeah, we had him on. So we do have jazz people Henry, on the show. Senri 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 Ole. Senri Or, I believe. Close on us. Um, lovely guy. Uh, it's not about that. No? But perhaps we didn't play his track whilst he was sat in the green room. Do you think he would have walked out if I had? He definitely wouldn't. I'd be shocked if he walked out. No. But I think what probably would have made more sense, if in fact that was why Jarwobble did leave, was for yeah. him to at least tell somebody his reason for leaving. Yeah, yeah. Instead of... Because we were worried. We were, like, checking the toilet again. Is he passed out or something? Or is he... Do you think he might have left because on his way in he dropped his dummy somewhere? <laughs> I, think that might I be don't reason. know. Could be that. Maybe he dropped his dummy somewhere, like a big fucking baby. Maybe that's what happened. What I do know is it caused much amusement for um, the previous guests who were in the studio. In fact, Those that, things are fish. Yeah, in fact, Dan they, came in on on fan club on Nick Helm's show, right. and, and basically that's what we talked about yeah. for a lot beforehand. Text me for two Still weeks haven't heard from him. <laughs> yeah, what earth was happening? It was really yeah, funny. Yeah. So yeah. he had a sense of humor. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just well, you know, my well, people react to however they react. It's fine; they can mm. do what they want, and they can walk if they want to walk. But end of the day, it's a bit fucking childish, isn't it? Musicians, they can be quite humourless. No, actually, they're not really. They tend to be all right, don't, don't yeah, they? I don't yeah, that. I was going to say, I don't know why I'm saying that. I haven't met that many jazz ones, but mm. from the one guy I have met on the show, he was a lovely guy. So, mm. do you think because you heard me saying wobble so many times, it eventually, he eventually thought, oh no, it, it does sound stupid that now. Don't know why I chose no, it. No, probably because he's had it for a long time, isn't it? He? Is it? He's in his fifties, isn't it? I can't. Be, that's not his real name. No, his real name is it not Darwin. No, if it is or not. No, I want to have a look. Actually, so I hope it's something I'm just like. Well, Dave. Do, do you know what I think? Yeah. Hand on heart. Yeah. Um, whilst he's a respected musician and stuff, yeah. I'm sure he's fine. I'm sure maybe he's having a bad day. Whatever it was. Yeah, it probably was that. I don't know. I still think this song is better than anything he's ever done. <laughs> Sorry. Right, I, I can't handle all of that. Do not say anything bad about <laughs> Kylie and Jason, thank you. I can't, no, I, I will, again, I'll pay a compliment. That, in my opinion, yes. is better than anything that Jar Wobble's <laughs> ever done. That's my, my You personal... had one song that he's done, by the way, I'm going to say. I'm going to have not to defend Jar Wobble here, but relatively, someone's got to play devil's advocate. Relatively confident that's better than anything he's ever done. Uh, we're joined now by Julie, uh, Julie, so yeah, just we just had that conversation. After the conversation we just had. Basically, what happened was so, someone here oh, earlier said Julie, and I said Julie, July, surely. Yeah, and then I was confused that. by this. I was like, do you look, do you look at the month mm. of Julie instead yeah. of July? I was very confused I've by this. I said July all show. Yeah. Like, all and, show. Saying Julie. and then when I said to you, it's not Julie, is it? And you went, no, it's, no, it's July. It's definitely not Julie. Yeah. And then because I've said the word Julie, now as soon as I see it, Julie, it's Julie. Maybe because it's just weird. Not, not a lot of people are used to it. No, July, July. July isn't July. a weird, July is not a weird Easter. word. Or, July, Namir. We have one every year. It's fine. Not that it's sunny. Every <laughs> yeah, day, right. Yeah, yeah, no, it's not as anymore. Yeah. Well, yeah, welcome, by the way. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for having uh, me. We're talking about uh, the six-part crime series, Baghdad Central. <sighs> yeah. Central. I know. Baghdad. Is it well serious? 
do you know what? It, it has its moments. Sounds like it is. <laughs> As it's it feels like it's serious. There is actually some humour in there that um, it's quite what, surprising. What sort of stuff? It's quite like a, a little bit of dark humour, th- you know. Thrown Tell me the best joke that's up. in Baghdad Central. The best joke that's in it. Well. <sighs> I'd have to kill you if I tell you. <laughs> yeah, <fine. laughs> you have well, to I'm watch not it. That. I was just complimenting your picture off air because there's a picture on your press release, which mm. is the, the biog thing, mm. and that's like that is a bizarre pose that you're doing there it's that really works. Yeah, but it yeah, really yeah, yeah. works. Mm. So you're against the window. <laughs> yeah, you've got your shoulder blades touching the window, mm. and then your pelvis and stuff is about <laughs> I reckon about four foot from the window. <laughs> Mm. And you're managing to maintain composure in that that position. That was a lot of flexibility. Uh, <laughs> not that I'm flexible at all. I don't know how that came about. Did they tell <laughs> you to do that, or did you say, "I've got an idea"? No, they, no, they, they actually said, "Lean back," you know, on the window. Yeah. And I just kind of gave it a go and hoped for the best. There was a bit of praying before that. Well, but you but you've chosen <laughs> so, the picture as a press p- picture. Yeah, we did. So we you did, must be did. able to see why that's a nice picture. I'd l- well, I'd like to think people would find it appealing. <laughs> You know, I'm lying mm. on a window. Well, like glaziers <laughs> and people like that. <laughs> I'd hope so, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't know why I'm so taken with that as a picture. Thank Striking. you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Thank you. Mm. Yeah, I think it's really ace. Mm. Um, it's nice. But we've got a big about Baghdad Central now. I want to talk about your, your press choices <laughs> and all that sort of stuff. It's um, always time for that. Is Baghdad Central already out? No. No, it's going to be out soon, though. Is it a brand new thing? Pardon? Is it a brand new thing? Um, well, it's a brand new show. Yeah. yeah, it's a brand new show. It's a really exciting show, actually. It's written by Stephen Butchard, okay. um, House of Saddam. So okay. he's a brilliant writer. And, um, yeah, it's a great show. We've never seen a narrative like this on, on, on British TV. It's the first of its kind, actually. It's probably like a trailblazer. Okay. Um, You're the second guest that's claimed to be a trailblazer today. Not, not me. I'm no, not the trailblazer. The show is. Michael, Michael said it. Yeah. Michael said it. <laughs> Michael Akinshiri. I did say that, yeah. He said, I'm, I'm a trailblazer. He actually yeah. said it blatantly. There's room for more than one. There's a few trailblazers. It's fine. <laughs> no, the show. The show is great. It's, okay. It's, you know... It's, it is based in, um, it's located in Iraq, okay. and it's um, from the perspective of the Iraqi people during the invasion okay. in 2003. So we've, that never, one okay, yeah. Yeah, so we've yeah. never really had a, a narrative from the, the Middle Eastern point of view. Yeah. And really, it's a great detective story. It's like a great thriller, man. Is it a really a, good thriller. Is it a, I don't want to predict because I've not seen any of it, but mm. is, is it a humanizing story? Super humanizing. So I and think also that's really, what's really, missing. Yeah, exactly. We've I, never I, seen it before. But I I think in the world that's what's missing yeah, so i think in yeah. the world i mean there have been wars since the year dot well yeah but mm. i think there is a um it's a really good time at the moment and probably mm. always has been a good time to not see things as graphics on the news right do you know what i mean so yeah. when you go oh we've bombed this place or the, the mm. americans have bombed this place and all that sort of thing, it's like well that's not that's you desensitized to that as, right. a, as a, or even war as a concept it's mm. the idea of going oh yeah we're sending troops over to afghanistan it's like okay um are they all baddies right are every single one of them baddies yeah. or are we just gonna are, are some actual lives mm. dispensable in this war now there's arguments on both sides all that sort of thing i don't really understand how there's an argument with that sort of stuff you know how an actual life could be considered dispensable in the name of something else but that's a whole different show isn't it mm, mm. but i like the idea of something being uh looking at the the baddies mm. for want of a better word mm. do you know what i mean and going well this is how it was because we we know what how it was from the side of the uk and the side of america we know right. that because that's yeah. our narrative and that's right. mm. the team we're meant to be supporting mm. however if you can see something from the other side of people that are 
demonised and presented to us in a certain way, mm. or a place that's mm. you know that we justify going to war with. Mm. That's a, quite a. It is a, a very powerful thing. But I think what's even more powerful is that, like you said, because we're we're used to seeing, um, let's say, the Middle Eastern person as the other yeah. over and over again, we kind of just lost the idea that they're humans too. Like, yeah. it's like, oh, they they can't feel like we feel. They can't love like we love. It's yeah. like somehow we've like detached ourselves from them. There's this other breed. So, why, um, why, so it's just nice to have something. And it's just, it comes down to them being a family. It's literally a story about a family unit, yeah. a father, his two daughters, one of them goes missing and he, he's an ex-detective and he goes out to, fi- to find his missing daughter. Okay. So really the heart of it is this father and daughter's, you know, a family yeah. show. This is like, this is relatable to everyone. No matter your colour, your gender, you can all relate to love. Yeah. You can all, we all have someone in our lives that we really care for and if they go missing with blood Bloody go crazy! I mean, Do you know no, what I mean? No so one's that's relatable. Really? Come on, I'm totally joking. <laughs> um, no, but I, well, the thing you said there, though, what, mm. why? How's that happened? Where we see other human beings as not human beings? How's how has that come about? Like, I know that's a massive question with like twenty-seven minutes. Well, we the know, show. we know, Ian. It's it's an it's a it's a system that has been played. It's a you know a stereotype that has been played um, on and on and on over you know decades and decades. So yeah. If you systematically have heard something over and over again for a very long period of time, you're going to believe it. Um, it's like you know they said to you, you know, if you. Well, there was something online that said you know, kids are not shouldn't see TV until a certain age because you know they just take everything in subconsciously. So I think that what comes down to it: if you see something over, if someone tells you someone is bad over yeah. and over again, you're just going to believe it. And it's normally, you know I mean? and it's normally mm. a group, isn't it? So it's normally yeah. like so you hear it now. It's it's an unbelievable thing where people go. Well, yeah. the, the Muslims do this, right? Yeah. It's like how can you possibly say an entire people of a, a, a religious yeah. faith mm. all adhere to the same? Do you know what I mean? Right, well, it's the narrative of what sometimes it is the media will tell you. Like, for instance, when the uh, guy that was recently killed uh, mm. in Iran and what they were saying from America was this was the most dangerous man in the world. And when you looked at it, like, I've never heard of this man's name before. Right. He's the most dangerous man in the world, but I've never heard him on any news uh, bulletins before. I've never really read about him in a newspaper. Mm. But because you've now killed, this is what you want to put out there to justify why you spe- killed that, But somebody. that's also a specific person. I think that's yeah. slightly different to saying a, a people right. are, yeah, absolutely. are the villains. You know, well, yeah. That's what I, it comes down to that in, in, every, in every race and every ethnic group, there's bad and good yeah. do you know what I mean mm-hmm. we all have that within us do you yeah. know what I mean it's not just one person or the other it's just we all in all societies and across the globe there's the good and bad mm. do you know what I mean and I, I come from South London and it's probably one of the most diverse places I've, I've ever seen in London to be fair it's so right, okay. diverse it's so yeah. colourful and so I grew up not seeing colour yeah. I was just I was just July from South London my friends all hailed from different areas and happily existing and happily existing man and happily existing no issues at all no, so you get told okay. otherwise when yeah, you learn only, otherwise yeah. exactly it's only when I kind of started travelling yeah. and I, I remember like being really young and um, me and my mum were in the street and it was my first time ever having like a racist attack Okay. and I, I was called the P word I'm not even Asian I'm Arab right. but you know we're just I mean, if you're that, brown you're, that's you're not the time to, to be pedantic <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you're, if you're brown we're just going to throw anything yeah. at you yeah, that yeah, would be bonkers. under that banner so yeah and it was like a shock for me that's I was like, confusing as I was well like, yeah, I was like, what like the 14 hell? and I was like what yeah. I was like really confused man like looking was, over your shoulder I was like what yeah. me really 
Like, you know, it was just, it was really weird. But yeah, it was the first time I'd ever kind of had a racial attack. But you become so kind of used to it that there are going to be groups of people that are going to look at you and think, hmm, is she really British? Yeah, I was born in Devon, man. And I grew right. up in South London. So I don't know what more British you want. But, but, <laughs> yeah. but also, regardless, yeah. what, what does that mean? Like, what, what if you're not? What, what, I don't but know what I think that. that's the, but what, I'm, what I mean is that as British people, that comes under a lot of colours and genders. Yeah, of course it does. It yeah. shouldn't. It shouldn't be like, oh, if you're British, you have to look a certain way to yeah. be British to kind of be verified as British. Because that's the thing that I've always loved about London. It's just so diverse, and why should we keep kind of honing that into? Like, you know, why do we keep even talking about it? us talking about it? Means we still have a huge problem. Mm. Yeah, it shouldn't of course. even. It should just be. We should just live, man. Like I don't understand why. Won't happen though, will it? That won't happen. Do you think? I'm, yeah, I don't think I'm it will. I'm trying to be like a, a positive. Yeah. No, way. I hear that. Because you I know what? we've had be. changes slow. Because you know what? I'm, I'm telling you something. The new generation. Don't shout at me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you something. She's passionate about her point. Passionate. <laughs> I'm getting passionate. My arms yes. are throbbing. No. Um, but you know the the new generations that are coming up. They're really passionate. They want to see change I like even me growing up it wasn't like the generation mm. now like we're talking really young teens mm. like the 13 14 year olds they're really really loud and brave yeah like, mm. they're coming in and they're talking about stuff on their insta and they're like posting stuff and protesting in school like they're really exciting and I I'm positive and optimistic that that new generation will definitely see a lot I mean, of change I, I, I obviously I hope so I mean so I hope so too but I, we have I, just, I just elected a prime minister re-elected a prime minister who has said some uh, comments which you have said he hasn't addressed it but would definitely seem to be offensive in what he said and yet with a very large majority mm. he's now back in power and running the country for another five years so that's a bit kind I don't of, know I, I, I feel like for me I, I I presume I'm a lot older than you, and I, I just sort of—I didn't mean that in a condescending way, but I mean, I mean what I mean is I've seen more years, I've seen more cycles, yeah, and I, I've seen hope before. And then I like—I I, wouldn't, no, but I wouldn't, no, I coun't have predicted mm. the way the world is now that that would ever come around again. Right, that would like, be living know, in this country. Like I remember the yeah. 80s under a Tory government, thinking, yeah. "How could this possibly? It be worse? should never happen again." And how? Mm. And then Blair, the Blair government came yeah. in, regardless of what you think of him, but it still felt like it was a step in the right direction. And then I don't, I, I don't get it, and I don't which mean just in this country, but I don't get it how we've come mm. full. How that's that how's that happened? Yeah. But to be fair, though, Ian, like back in those days, we didn't have social media and its power like we do today. We were happier. So, so, so you think well, maybe, maybe, that was, maybe that was also, better then? Maybe that's there why. Is yeah. The pro about having such social media power is mm. that it, it opens up to people with voices. Like if you if you want to say something, it allows you to say it on a much bigger platform that, than before, than in the eighties, basically. So now. If if you're this kid that's been bullied because you're you know you're transgender or because you're you're black or because you know your family are Middle Eastern or wh- whatever the reason, mm. now you can go online and and talk about it and say actually I, this is what's happened to me and we've seen cases we've seen cases where you know massive cases online of bullying or racial you know situations and kids will go online and open a petition and then all the, you know, garner all this support and change will happen people will get pers- you know persecuted or whatever mm. so things things are i think happening politically i think you're right there's always going to be this kind of weird political climate i think mm. because it's taken decades for us to be in in the segregation that we're in, so it's going to be just it's going to take just as long 
to kind of undo the damage. Yeah. So it's not going to happen over a couple of decades. It's going to take much, much more. You know. I think it's. The, I think it's the idea that even if it's, even if it comes, even if the circle comes round again, and things are a bit more utopian mm. that we would hope for. It would be the lack of trust that that would remain because I, I've seen it happen before. You know, mm. I've seen I've seen hope rise before right. and then be defeated by darkness again. In in terms of how I view it, you know, mm. other people go no, the dark days were the Blair days and with the Labour so days. So morbid, you know. Ian. No, no, but, yeah. but, it's, but it's happy New Year. No, but, <laughs> happy twenty twenty. I'm relatively <laughs> philosophical with that. Like I'm not yeah, sort of yeah. like going yeah. all is hopeless in the mm. world. I, I, mm. Personally, I believe in the human spirit and I believe in that. You know, it, as long as you can live with yourself and mm. you're content that when you leave the house in the morning that you're your best person you can be, you can't do that all the time, but as long as you endeavour to do that, to be mm. nice, to be self-reflective, to treat people with respect, whatever, yeah. unless they don't deserve it. Yeah. And even then, they're the times where you have to go, right, I need to fucking wind my neck in here and actually deal with this because mm. the row won't get us nowhere. Mm. So um, I, I have faith in that sort of thing, but I also have come to the sad conclusion that there are some things you just simply can't change. Mm. That they're just people, some people are just born bad or, or are just, uh, you know, again, forgive me for using the word, but cunts will have cunts. Right. Cunts will raise <clears throat> cunts, you know what right. I mean? And it's right. like, and that cycle's a very difficult thing, to get sometimes of, impossible yeah. to break. Not in yeah. every case. There's yeah, plenty yeah. of people who it will go. Yeah. My parents were cunts, but I'm not at all. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Right. But some that will be perpetuated forevermore and that will never stop I don't think to be fair though when I was growing up Mm. I never thought that something like um, Baghdad Central would ever be picked up excellent Honestly, that, honestly, no, that, honestly. That was excellent getting us back on track. It was. No, but, no, but not honestly. No, that was good. <laughs> so, no, you did, yeah, you did what? No, but it's true. Have like, you got PR with you here today? <laughs> <laughs> they should give you gold stars for that. I have, because I just no, been told, honestly, the release date is confidential, by the way. Like, so very all last green and bold. Honestly, honestly, growing up, no one there was no one like me growing up. Okay. I never mm. like opened the TV and saw anyone that looks like me. And there were so okay. many people that were like, oh, just forget it, man. Like, you can't, why Why? You, why do you want to be an actress? Like, it's not going to happen, though. For really? Someone like, yeah, yeah, honestly. And I still get it, honestly. I still get people going mm, like you being you know Egyptian parents you know, just send them the trailer for the show mom now. being a single mom council <laughs> flat I mean everything wow. against me really so, right. so everyone so who are these like, people saying this here? Yeah. oh god some people within the industry some people wow. outside people around me yeah a lot of it's people just that. like uh, you know you're different and and I could understand at the time because like I said there was nothing on TV that kind okay. of mm. that kind of mirrored my life and and ever spoke to me positively it was always right. like I don't know like a terrorist story or something yeah, yeah. Right. and for the first couple of years of acting yeah that's exactly what I was kind of pinned in to, really? to, to do so it's to, to see something like this being picked up it's, it's actually really refreshing man I honestly didn't think I'd ever see I'm not just saying it because I'm in it no, I just I think yeah. I think the fact that we're doing something like this and the narrative has nothing to do with terrorism or negativity or the usual typecasting kind mm. of system this is literally about a family and the way they love each other and care for each other Like we've never seen it like that from that perspective so the day has come and maybe this can kind of start a debate when it comes out mm. even if it starts a conversation we've done something do you yeah. know what I mean if is this comes w- out and people start talking about oh what what true diversity means yeah. or inclusiveness means then we've done something we've kind of yeah and it's on in America rolling. as well it's going to be on Hulu as well yeah, isn't it exactly. in America as well as yeah. being on Channel 4 but, yeah. the, but there is a, there's a rise in that in the idea of diversity well Sarpong didn't when June came in mm, mm. and we chatted with June about mm. that and you know June's done amazing things about in analysing diversity 
BBC and yeah, she's been hired by the BBC, mm. isn't she? Is there something I believe so. Yes, yeah, I believe so. But in terms of, she has. I, I find her approach to be exceptional because it's a non-confrontational approach. I don't know mm. if that's intentional or not, but she's not like you know what I mean. She's not like no, no, no. She's just sort of kind of pragmatic and just yeah. speaks about it and goes. But of course, this happens because of this, this, and this, and this. And that to me seems to be a more progressive nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, 100 percent. You, you yeah. know, and, and I guess representation. As we spoke about with Baghdad Central, that idea is, as you say, not being terrorists or right. you know or whoever, in, you know, within, you in fulfilling that role within mm, right. the, within the, yeah. it, it has got yeah, to be yeah. a positive thing. Oh, 100 percent. Um, you can't fight hate with hate. It goes back to the point that you were talking about. You no, but I think all I sides like need yeah. to learn that, though. Yeah. Really, I don't think it's. Um, it, we've discussed this loads. It's no yeah. longer as simple as going, the baddies are are doing this wrong right. it, the baddies and the goodies are doing this wrong yeah. at the moment do you know what yeah, I mean or, depending on what your political stance is or what your yeah. social stance is whatever but I will now confidently say you can open Twitter and go oh you're all cunts <laughs> like, do you know what I mean like yeah <laughs> do you know what, I, I kind of agree with your word, point there's a lot of people that are like <laughs> I'm not using Twitter word, now because all word. I see is everyone shouting each other and and not you can often when you get angry you're not making a point very well no, are you because that's yeah. not what anyone sees they just see that whereas place. the June yeah. Pong technique of being very calm mm. balanced about it is way more effective I think yeah. than just screaming at somebody oh, on Twitter yeah, but there'll still be people that don't listen of course oh, yeah. there will always be that which is why the world is where it is at the moment and it hasn't changed what a shame well um, Baghdad Central yeah. Channel 4 yeah Feb sometime in February Francis, sometimes yep. in Feb Stop, you're not allowed to say right, right now, now. Just February. Can you say February? February is non-specific. We didn't say February. We didn't say this year in February. We've just said February. Yeah, it could be yeah. any year. Could yeah. be could, next could year. Could be repeated in a different February. Exactly. Exactly. Like Twenty years time, couldn't it? Exactly. Keep your eyes peeled. Who knows? <laughs> and just, someone's just say, just say, coming soon. Coming soon. Yeah. But yeah. this live though, it's we've not, already not said February. This. Yeah. This is the live show, so <laughs> we can't undo what we've already yeah, said. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, Baghdad Central is coming, coming soon. soon. Coming soon. In February. Sometime. <laughs> is what I heard. In a non-specific year. Um, it's, it's been really lovely chatting with you. Oh, thanks. Like, it, it really has. And Same. I wish the best to you for this. Oh, and, and for Thank you. And your future endeavours in that. Thank mm. you very much. seems like your heart's in the right place, though, eh? You know what I mean? And been, I hope so. <laughs> but it seems like the project's heart's in the right place yes. for how you're speaking about yeah. it, too. Yeah, it really so, is. So, um, you know, you'd hope Good it times. Would, Good it times would, ahead. Yeah. Let's be hopeful, eh? Well, I was going to say I hope it does well, but it doesn't matter if it does well or not, because it exists. Yeah. It's yeah. Like starting something. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's enough. I think. It's totally that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, thank you. It's the end of the show. Uh, thank you to Josh Berry. Thank you to Barry Dodds, who ruined, ruined Josh Berry's interview. I don't know if he did. It, he it did. went serious after that, didn't it? No, it was going to be light, but. Thank you to Michael Akin Shalia. Thank yep. you to Jar Wobble for read out, the, us. read out that tweet quickly. I don't what want to tweet? ignore it. From Mark Stevenson. Welcome back. Ian, I first got hooked on your radio show podcast whenever I was living and teaching in China in 2015, working for an awful soul-sapping company, and your show brought me much happiness. Here's to a new year of hope and great things. Well, as you've just heard, there is no hope. But, um, <laughs> but I appreciate, Thanks, Mark, Mark yeah. for, you, for you being deluded in such a way, but no hope, no hope, Mark. Aww. That is for everyone. Cheers, bye. <laughs> you know